0: Hello and welcome back to the fun filtered podcast or welcome to the or Planet welcome Planet Planet to podcast. the po- fun Filtered podcast if this is your first time I'm Jordan and I'm joined by Sam. Hi. Still a bunch of uh, Edless chickens There you go. You didn't have that in the can did you? <laughs> <laughs> Eddie's still not with you know you get this means you're gonna have to talk Eddie like properly talk when you do return does it, though? No, but, like, with every single episode, we'd be like, oh, Eddie's still not with us, Eddie's yeah. still not with... Like, building, like, hyping up his return. Yes. So you can't just come back and then, like, sit there for 20 minutes and then say a thing, so the audience go, oh, shit, is Eddie in this one? But I feel like it's
1: sort of like if you're obsessive-compulsive. So if I, like, lend a DVD to somebody mm. back in the age when that happened, yeah, you're kind of itching for it to be back on the shelf. Mm. But then when it's back it doesn't change your life in any way whatsoever. It's not like you really wanted to watch it.
0: Yeah. It's just, it's gone. Well, it's it's, it's not back. It's your property. It's your shit, you know. Yeah. I want my shit back. Well,
1: Eddie's our kind of, you know. Eddie's our shit. (laughs) Yeah, no, you know what I mean? So it's just like, even even though fundamentally nothing will change when he's back,
0: Mm.
1: he'll be back. Yeah. And so it's like, oh good, it's back on the shelf. Right,
0: okay. Yeah. Oh, do you know what's kind of pathetic? I think I mentioned a couple of podcasts ago that my room is un- undergoing renovations at the moment. Mm. We're waiting on a brand new carpet to be put in, so we can't... The room is... Li- like, my bed is in there and that's it. It's yeah. literally empty. But um, I've got a bunch of shelving units mm-hmm. that are twice the depth of DVDs right? Or and video games as well, but yes. I use them as a DVD and video game shelves. Mm. So what my dad has done is he's put, like... Like mini shelves in between the shelving units, right? And he's arranged them in such a way that I have basically double the shelving space, right? And it's all the correct depth for DVDs and video games, right? So ever since he did that, I've just been itching to put shit back on my shelves, yeah, yeah, yeah. like properly organize it and put the DVDs and you know how is is it going to be alphabetical going all the way across or am I going to limit it to one shelving unit? Okay, but yeah, what do you mean? Well, I've got two shelving units, right? I've got they both go on either side of my bed. Alphabetical as in the continuity
1: from the, yeah, the, the so, far end of one and then it begins at so the next So does
0: one. the A to J shelf run across both shelving units or does right. it stay on one shelving unit?
1: The, but it, the, your bed is the the gap between, yeah. oh, you can't do that then.
0: No. You can't jump over and
1: J continues over there. But it's... It's got to be going along But that, that makes shelf.
0: it one unit, doesn't it? No, no. No, one unit would be they're all in one unit. No, no, I, mean, I mean both units are one unit rather than two separate units. Well, I'm, still be I'm, one creating, I'm creating a continuity with my DVDs between those two shelving units. Well, there would still
1: be a continuity. It just it would be, you'd pick up with, I don't know, S or whatever.
0: Right. Wouldn't it? Okay. You
1: fill one up to, you know, M mm. and then you continue on the next slide going down. I see. Okay. Yeah. There's too much of a leap between the bed. You've got a king size? Double. Double. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, there's too much of a leap, I think. Okay. Yeah. If they were right next to each other, mm. perfectly acceptable. Right. Bit, like you know, worst case scenario, something happens to one shelf, and all of a sudden you've gone from J to M. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So no, you've got to keep them all together. Well, now I know. No, you know. Now I know. The more you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's my <laughs> that's, that's my story phase at the moment. Um, this is actually this is the first podcast. Where we, lit- we haven't discussed anything that we're going to talk about.
0: No. Well, there's one thing that I'm pretty sure you're going to bring up, but I'm assuming that's okay. going to be at the end of the podcast, right? You end with the... Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. How do I...
1: <laughs> how do I say it without giving it, it away to
0: the audience? Sign language it to me. Well, then again, if they're watching this on YouTube, they can literally see the timestamp. They can. So they're going to know. Yes. But the Spotify listeners, the iTunes listeners... They won't know. They won't know, yeah. Um, I, you have to do sign language then. Okay. Um... Alf, just fill the silence Uh, fact. Why do
1: birds Suddenly appear Every time <laughs> I
2: don't know What, what, <laughs> what was that?
1: <laughs> you just slightly stiffened Yeah Okay Like like a statue Right Like a statue Like a, like a gold statue Like a gold statue I'm gonna check my notes <laughs> Like a gold statue
0: Yeah Oh, oh Okay yeah, yeah I know I Okay, know.
1: yeah Oh, no, I didn't intend... That's not, like, the big finale. Oh, is it not? That's my first throwaway... Oh, God, where do we go from there? Well, there's nothing big this week, really, Mm. in terms of um, we culminate with the grand climax. There's nothing like that. Okay. It's just stuff this week. Right. Um, A picaresque affair. If you like. Yeah. Yeah. It usually is, though, isn't it, right? Picaresque. Yeah. There's usually one thing that's like, that's clearly the final conversation. It's the most substantial
0: well, yeah, you build the stuff. Like Doctor yeah. Who, we always built the Doctor Who. Yeah. We ended with Doctor Who, uh-huh. but there was always unconnected stuff prior to that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like each episode, it's rare that we. it is just riffy. i like, oh, I guess it's over now. Okay. Right, you'd agree with that? There's usually like, yeah, we'll, we, we'll leave yeah. that to the end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, usually film reviews at the moment. Uh, I get what well, we're just sitting here talking about the podcast. <laughs> um, w- so, yes, but we generally, like usually John will come into the house I'll go, oh, what are we talking about then? Oh, I'll go th- we'll go through this, this day, yeah. so I guess we'll end with that. Nothing. No. Okay, we sat down and just did bitter it. Bitter silence. <laughs> yeah,
0: bitter <laughs> until silence. the podcast began. Yeah. As if we'd Frigid fallen it. out or something.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um That's
0: the mark of true friendship. Yeah.
1: I opened the door, said, All right. And then we said nothing basically. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're, we're
0: just going. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um So we're jumping straight into it then we might as well okay well the Oscars is yes. what I was referring to yeah. gold statue you did a
1: kind of just to clarify to the listeners uh, Jordan did a sort of Soviet look towards the future you know like the stand yeah. proud and like look off to the distance um,
0: so that was your thing for Oscars <laughs> well, you could have done like holding an Oscar I could have done that, like all the Oscars are the Oscars like, yeah, like clasp pans yeah. yeah I just stiffened and put my arms to my side is it clasp pans or is it concealing genitalia ooh because a... I've always
1: assumed that Oscar was um what's the word it's completely eluded me. I don't I don't know what without genitalia. Amorphous is kind of there. Sure. Androgynous sort of. what's the word? Where something lacks genitalia. Uh... Like smooth, you know, like that Marilyn <laughs> Manson CD. <laughs>
0: yes. Um I don't know what's the fucking word for. I that? genuinely don't know. Do you know what? I'm not going to look it up. You're not going to look it up. Nah. No. No, that would be more impressive if you can remember it would be more impressive if I could remember we're yeah. in agreement there yeah
1: Um. I don't know I always say we'll come back to it or I'll think of it over the course of the podcast
0: but we move on and you just never remember yeah, you, yeah. Um, you, you're always just in the moment doing the podcast yeah. aren't you it's just like right. we're talking about this right now mm. there's nothing else to worry about at the moment write in write in what that word is <laughs> you're still not doing it no we do, we're asking every week
1: just for like a hello <laughs> and you were getting nothing back from you yeah so the Oscars okay well, okay, so I've got up a New York an article by the New York Times on it. Okay. Um reliable.
0: I'll, just, I'll I genuinely just, don't know. I was gonna make a joke. We're like, oh, are are New York Times the reliable ones? Not anymore. Who is nowadays? Um The Atlantic. Okay. Um that's all sort of it. Right. In terms of genuinely The one bastion of, of, of truth much. and justice in the in, media. In terms
1: of publications, yeah. And then you've gotta seek alternative hmm. channels. But in terms of the mainstream channels, you're pretty much getting a flagrant ideology, whatever you tune into. Okay, in 2015, I'm quoting now, after the Oscars announced a set of 20 all-white acting nominees, the then president of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences was asked whether the group had a diversity problem. Not at all. Not at all, she said. (laughs) (laughs) What a difference five years makes. After a second all-white group of actors was nominated and the activist April Reigns hashtag OscarSoWhite hashtag became a rallying cry, the Academy began taking great strides to diversify a membership that had been largely white and male for nine decades. Those inclusion goals were met months ago, but this week the Academy unveiled an even more ambitious diversity initiative with the intention of reshaping not just how movies are rewarded, but also who's hired to make them in the first place. Meant to take effect by the 96th Oscars in 2024, these new guidelines will require films to meet two of four diversity standards to be eligible for a Best Picture nomination. It's an initiative that could, on its face, encourage studios to enact more equitable hiring practices and broaden the range of stories that are told. Okay, so the first set of stipulations group the Standard A has already earned the most attention and with good reason. It's meant to encourage diversity in front of the camera for an industry that still defaults to white actors. To satisfy the demands of Standard Day, only one of these three criteria need to be met. So, one. At least one actor from an underrepresented racial or ethnic group must be cast in a significant role. Okay. The story must center on women, LGTBQ. They fucked up the order there. Okay. People, a racial or ethnic group, or the disabled. At least 30% of the cast must be actors from at least two of those four underrepresented categories. Okay, and then Standard B is focused on hiring behind the scenes and asks productions to meet at least one of the following criteria. Two or more department heads, meaning jobs like director, cinematographer, or composer, must be female, LGTBQ. Is that a thing now? Have we changed the order? I wasn't aware of this. Okay.
0: I must have missed that. I usually miss these meetings, but I certainly missed that meeting
1: disabled or part of an underrepresented racial or ethnic group at least six other crew members must be from an underrepresented racial or ethnic group at least 30 percent of the film's crew must hail from the four underrepresented groups Why six? continually laid out in these guidelines i don't know
0: it's, it's such a specific number
1: yeah and then standard c and d requires one of two criteria be met the film's distributor or financing company must have at least two interns from an underrepresented group right? the film's production distribution or financing company must offer training or work opportunities to people from those underrepresented groups okay so we've we've just figured out how they're going to get around it then well the thing is I don't know because it's so arbitrary like Mm. two six but maybe these standards are just generally met anyway I don't know (laughs) yeah because women count as an underrepresented group so yeah that's what, 50% of the population? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know how much of a crew is female. No. But the, the question is, what would this disqualify? I'm going to go through... I haven't made a list, but okay. off the top of my head, I'm going to go through some films that I think...
0: Okay. See, now this would be impressive. If Yeah. If okay, you just fine. list a bunch of uh, yeah. best picture winners, which would no longer qualify for an Oscar. Yeah. Taxi Driver.
1: Pretty sure that wouldn't be eligible. No. Nope. The greatest film I ever made. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Um, well, um, yeah, they're not major roles, are they, the women?
1: Well, let's go... So let's, let's apply the standards to it then. At least one actor from an underrepresented racial or ethnic group must be cast in a significant role. No. There's no main black or Asian or characters in Taxi or Driver. woman? This is racial or ethnic. Oh, right, okay. The story must centre on women, LGBTQ people, a racial or ethnic group, or the disabled. There are women in it, but it, the story doesn't centre on women. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, at least 30% of the cast must be actors from at least two of these four underrepresented categories. I don't think so.
0: Well you got Jodie Foster and you've got the main love interest. Yeah. Then you've got that black sat taxi driver that he doesn't like.
1: Yeah, and, and a, a like a couple of pimps and the guy who robs the store. Yeah. Um <laughs> It sounds like it's a racist. No, but on, this is it? the thing. Like
0: yeah. like they're just focused on oh, these people have to be in the film. Mm. So if like your cast is 30% black people, but they're all like cocaine uh, cocaine <laughs> cocaine snorting <laughs> Yeah, fried Fright chicken cracks, eating cra- crack smoking, crack smoking yeah, yeah. fried chicken eating you know uh, thieves yeah but there's 30% black people so yeah. we do qualify
1: yeah you know that that would be funny like you know the irony the irony being that yeah you could have an exclusively black cast but it's a blatantly racist yeah film. exactly
0: yeah um, it's made by a white director yeah which is yeah. like
1: fuck you basically <laughs> yeah exactly uh,
0: so yeah I mean it's silly obviously it's um, it's silly because this stuff should be, firstly, the fact, like, making, like, having a diverse variety of voices. Mm. That was redundant, diverse variety. Kind of. Yeah, but yeah. you know what I mean by yes. diverse. I'm using diverse in the sense that they're using yes. it. Um, that should be common sense. That shouldn't be the rules. Should it be common sense? I, I think so, yeah. What do you mean? Well, it should be common sense that, like, we don't... Oh, you're different, therefore you don't get a voice. Yeah, but that's not what they're saying. No, it? but that's the thing. That's what they're trying to... Um, Promote? Yeah, well, they're sort of like... This is addressing people's complaints that like, oh, people who are different don't get a voice. We only ever hear yeah. the white male voice. Mm-hmm. Films only ever appeal to the white male gaze. Right. So this diversity thing is supposed to uh, weed that out, right? Mm-hmm. It's so we get more female-led that's films. That's more, more racially-led films, yeah. you know. But yeah, it should be. You shouldn't have to make this the rules.
1: But you say it should be common sense. I'm just interested in what you mean by that. Common sense doesn't. You shouldn't disqualify people on that basis. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Exactly. But I don't know and why. You, should, I you certainly should be, shouldn't penalise white men. Well, I don't know why I should be obliged obliged
0: to hire black people because they're black. Yeah. Exactly. That's the thing, isn't it? Like, I'm, if I'm going to hire someone. I want it to be because they're the best person for the job. Yeah, doesn't matter what their race, what they're. Ju- like- I think I got to think though, right? But what I think through all of this is I, I
1: assume, right? The vast majority of let's just go with America. Mm. African Americans are they're not you know they're not hot on BLM. They're not, they're just ordinary people living their lives. Think it's all going to be mad, you know that. Yeah. But it surely must instill a paranoia. Like, I've only been hired because I'm black. That was going to be another point that I made. Yeah.
0: Like, how um, they're, they're, how insulted must people feel? Or how mm. patronized must yeah. people feel? They're like, oh, you're starting off with a handicap. You're a woman, so you're starting off with, a, with, a, with an advantage. Yes. You know? We're giving you the advantage. Yeah. To which I'm sure the response would be, well, white men already have the advantage. Sure. So this is actually just leveling the playing field. Yeah. But it's not. Because... If you have a white predominantly white male ca- mm. uh, crew or cast or whatever, you are now being disqualified yeah. basically. Yeah. So there there is no level playing field anymore. The Godfather. The Godfather. Yeah, <laughs> The Godfather that would be disqualified. is no longer eligible <laughs> yeah. for a best picture nomination. Yeah. Or films like it.
1: The Godfather, you know? Yeah. But it's it, it, it's it's a film about the mafia. It,
0: it has there are a, white people in the mafia. Yeah. It, Basically know, just white people in the mafia. Pretty,
1: like they're racist.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, Travis Bickle is a racist. Yeah. And but the, that's not really... That's actually why the, the only black people
0: in the film are depicted. No, exactly. Yeah. But I was going to ask, like how uh, important is that to Taxi Driver? Like that's just a detail. It's a detail. Read. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, character beat. I mean,
1: yeah. the first person he kills is a black guy. But there's never any suggestion that race has anything to do with it. It's opportunity. Yeah. He's in a store, he gets robbed and he has a gun on him. Yeah. So he just kills the guy. But that's like just as, the, like the first big step on his breakdown, you know. I see. Um, but yeah, race has nothing to do with that. But in terms of, yeah, there's a black taxi driver that he doesn't really like. And then when there are pimps walking past him and he can, they look shiftier than they otherwise might because yeah. he's kind of, the film is, is very much told through his... Perspe- like uniquely his perspective yes with the exception of one scene which may actually be his in, in his imagination so it's been too long you're gonna have to tell there's, there's, me that. <laughs> you're gonna have to tell well, me well that's a good that's a good pop quiz actually okay. I mean it'd be hard to uh, pop quiz hotshot. yeah exactly yeah. it'd be hard to concretise into an answer but what is the one scene in Taxi Driver that doesn't feature Travis Bickle
0: that's such a film nerd question isn't I know it? <laughs> if you ask that at your, at your local uh, Sunday night fuckers exactly yeah, yeah. Um, and then the next question is like oh who was uh, Henry the First's servant in 1604 sure and they're like oh yeah that's a that's a valid that's a valid <laughs> question yeah. um well okay there's a
1: scene between Sybil Shepherd and Albert Brooks that takes place without him in it okay but he's watching it the whole thing so right. that kind of counts but there is one scene where he's just nowhere in the vicinity okay. Do you know what it is? I don't. Uh, it's the scene where Sport, played by Harvey Keitel, is dancing with Jodie Foster. And like telling her how beautiful she is and she's his and that right, kind of thing. Right, okay. Really creepy. But the suggestion is that he's imagining that to kind of get himself... I riled up to do what he's going to do. Okay. Uh, yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, so many great classic films. Citizen Kane, I don't think, would qualify. No. Um, Again,
0: go, sort of like, I imagine the counter-argument will be, well, we've already had those films. And my, okay, why, why yeah. do we need those films now? We've already had them. Are you happy playing devil's advocate? I'll give it a go. Okay,
1: what do you mean by? we've had those types of films
0: well citizen why are we uh, upset that citizen kane would no longer be eligible for an oscar we've already had citizen Kane. we're not upset specifically
1: that citizen kane it wouldn't be up yeah. it's films like it wouldn't be up but we've already had films
0: like that basically do, what do you mean by the last like 100 years of cinema has been films like that what do you mean like citizen kane well films that ha- are like predominantly white yeah that have a predominantly white cast or so they're about Predominantly white things. <laughs> what are white things? Exactly. You know, I
1: was thinking about this the other day. Actually, I feel like there's. God, I'm gonna get a lot of trouble for this. Go on. There is an anti-intellectual streak among stratas of certain communities, where, including like valleys. Um, this is not an ethnic thing. Okay. Um, where it's uh, you hear that in films all the time. It's like, oh man, there's so, there's some white bullshit. What that? And that usually pertains to something that's smart. That's not, like, me deciding that. Okay. You know, I like French new wave cinema. Oh, that's a white thing. What right. does that mean? Okay. Do you know what I mean? Well, the, um,
0: the French are pretty
1: white, aren't you, they? Yeah, I know that, but it, it, I don't think it's the fact that it's white people in it. Okay. It's like, I feel like
0: there are... Breaking Bad would be considered a white thing. Okay. I think. Well, it's, again, I might get in trouble for this, but it's yeah. the idea that, like, oh, because the w- white men are privileged and they don't mm. have to worry about... They don't have their time isn't taken up by being shot at by the police and being discriminated against. Yeah. So they have time to indulge in um, certain things like French New Wave cinema. Whereas yeah. black people, like, we're out here surviving man.
1: I think so. I think the idea is that it's divorced from the reality that most black people, in which most black people live. Yeah. So yeah, you can talk about themes. Yeah. Um, but The Wire, you know, I guess would not, not really be considered a white thing. But that's very, them- like, heavily heavily thematic. And, yes. You know, um, dense. That's, that's, dense. that's a word I keep dense. hearing around the yeah. wire
0: is dense. Incredibly
1: dense, yeah. Many car- labyrinthine. and Yeah. Um, epic. But do you know what I mean? I do, I hear that a lot. I think, what does that mean? Mm. What are you, are you saying that black people can't enjoy French new wave cinema? I mean, I don't.
0: No. <laughs> uh, yeah. We're white but, and we hate French new yeah. wave cinema, yeah.
1: But that's by the by. Yeah, I, this thing of we've had those films... There's such a diversity that what what films where most of the characters are white. Yes, so that's everything from cats and dogs to All About Eve.
0: Yes, <laughs> like they're nowhere near the same type of film. But those films don't concern themselves with things like gender and race, and those stories that they haven't. We haven't had as many films about like gender and race and like discrimination that we have about everything else. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but you are pitting it against everything else yes it's not like films about white people are about whiteness no and I guess the argument would be well that is your privilege you don't have to make films about whiteness well what is whiteness well exactly yeah I don't know I feel like there's a new show I saw the first episode it's not very good called Woke oh dear yeah yeah, I know and it's about a black cartoon artist a cartoonist yeah he's falsely arrested and then he's kind of let go but it's quite brutally and that wakes him up to the the reality. brutally let go no, arrested brutally and then let go. Oh, okay. It's yeah.
0: it's where you said brutally. Okay, okay. it implied that he was brutally let he's go. Brutally let go,
1: uh, and then that kind of wakes him up to the realities of being black in America. Because there's the a
0: realities. Sc- yeah, yeah.
1: He's a uh, there's a scene early on where he's in a comic book shop, and he says to this woman, um, this black woman. Why must I talk about being black? Like I, I just write comics for fun. They're, mm. they're fun stories. Mm. I don't feel like I'm obliged to do that. Why am I obliged? And she, and she says to him, "Because the world is a fucking racist place." Uh, and then the, you know, his arc is he comes to agree with that. I see, and so feels obliged to put blackness as a theme into his. But I would feel hampered. I mean, you know, I would. I'm sure I would be different in 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 some ways if I was black. Mm. But. I would feel again hampered by must I do I have to do Get Out must I do that can't yeah. I just do you know um, can't I just tell a story please? Inside Man which Spike Lee directed one of the few Spike Lee films that's not a Spike Lee film you know okay yeah why well, can't I just direct films mm. about
0: stuff but stories that yeah. it would bug me well you still can again that might be a counter argument you still can make those stories mm. there's just a chance that they won't be eligible for an Oscar yeah yeah. No, but I me if I'm a black filmmaker, right? Okay. Um, what well, does it doesn't matter? Like, you can. You don't because you're going to get. You're going to be eligible for Oscars no matter what. Yes. So you can because you are black. Because you are black. Yeah. So yeah. you can. I mean, he was. We he was before is the thing. Like everyone was eligible for Oscars before. Yeah. Now not everybody is eligible. No, yeah. Now there is a. There is a. Not discrepancy
1: uh discrimination there's
0: discrimination yeah no, there play. is active discrimination active discrimination yeah
1: you, c- you have to be over an hour long or 70 minutes I think
0: yeah and you had to show the film a week the film had to be playing yeah. for a week in LA cinemas yeah and those were the only two criteria that was good the criteria c- obviously the cinema thing doesn't apply this year I think no. they they no, dropped no, no, that no. didn't they because of um, I
1: think Netflix now qualifies anyway so yes you don't have to do that yeah exactly but over six over 70 minutes seems like a reasonable yeah thing yeah absolutely Uh, Maybe, like, add in the... I don't know, like, it can't... No, that would be silly because there's bound to be some exceptions. Like, it can't be a 75-minute episode of a TV show, you know, which some shows do every now and again. Okay.
0: Um, Because that would feel silly, right? So it has to be a self-contained story. Yeah, a self-contained story. What about... Sequels, then, so like the Dark Knight, for example, would that? Yeah, that's fine. It's but that, a but that's a story that's sort of continuing from the last film and is to be continued in the next. Yeah, one. but
1: it, that's just the film. It's a movie sequel, isn't it? Okay. What I mean, like, I don't know, Netflix. They sometimes do ep- like they have episodes that are because they don't they don't have any parameters on Netflix Yeah, some shows go on for like one hour, fifteen minutes, or something. Right. Uh, they shouldn't be eligible, like episode ten of I don't know the Haunting of Hill House. I see. Shouldn't okay. be eligible for Oscars. But yeah, I don't know how you define that narrowly enough. Because uh, so, like Deadwood the movie, I mean, that
0: should be eligible
1: really, but it's not It's not eligible for also.
0: Off- no, it. it is a film, but it is also basically the final episode of Deadwood, right? It, it, kind of, but
1: it, it is a film. I mean, it was made for, like 13 years after the fact. Yeah. And it's called the movie, it's Deadwood the movie. Yeah. It just, it was shown on TV. Mm. So I don't, yeah, there's definitely something there to be talked about, but... No, if that's a, that feels like a good rule of thumb. It's got to be seventy minutes, yeah, long. But now there's all this extra
0: bullshit that you have to keep in mind. And yeah, like, I do think that like there's going to be a lot of um, diverse people, quote unquote, yeah, uh, that are going to be hired as interns around Oscar season and then dropped as soon as the Oscars, uh, yeah, happen. I think that's going to be genuinely going to be a lot of people. That's how they're going to get around it.
1: You know? Yeah, the thing is, they they say they have met all these diversity quotas in terms of membership. I don't really know what that means in terms of the voting, hmm. but I would imagine you're still getting, like, the same people voting for the same sorts of films. Yeah. So it's going to be really interesting because at least one year this rule is going to be implemented and, like, all the films that are nominated are still going to be predominantly white, you know.
0: Do you think this is going to get implemented? Because the I, I do. Yeah. best popular film, that shit was shut down.
1: I don't think there's enough grassroots support for it there obviously is for this yeah yeah they'll stick with it the Oscars are no longer about quality mm. it's annoying
0: because they have these blips where they give Parasite best film do you know what that's that's funny as well because this is I'm not sure I don't think it was inspired by this decision was inspired by Parasite's victory mm-hmm. we've just come off the heels of Parasite the first foreign film yeah. best picture winner yeah um, one of the least diverse Oscar winners in history yeah. right yeah to which someone would say well that's ridiculous it's all korean people exactly exactly it's all <laughs> korean people yeah by
1: what by, last thing by what metric it's such it's such an Amer- americo-centric yeah yeah thing. exactly it's like that's why they had they they had to change foreign language film to international film yeah because it was like oh foreign like what the spanish people speak it in exactly
0: America.
1: yeah um but now yes yeah, got to be international film but yes in terms of uh, you know in the
0: context of korea it's incredibly not diverse well yeah <laughs> <laughs> there isn't is Korea one of those countries where there's like like China where there's basically no diversity I, I, would, I would assume so yeah. yeah I think so North Korea definitely South Korea I'm not as North sure North Korea is like 90, 100% yeah North Korean yeah, yeah. but um, we don't get films out of North Korea so we don't no <laughs> that. but yeah so that's another thing as well it, this, it's diverse by American standards yeah if you're going on diverse by objective standards mm-hmm. which surely you would do if you're if diversity is now your the thing you're focusing on Object, in the sense of like global demographics yeah yeah if if oh we're focusing on diversity well then surely mm. you go for objective diversity in which case parasite wouldn't be eligible for best picture nomination because it would be 30% um, you'd have to do 30% diverse for korean people well this this is how arbitrary it is cuz how
1: do you judge it i don't know the exact statistics i don't know what the biggest ethnic group in the world is i don't know if it's white um, i would wage Black is probably the biggest ethnic group in the world. I
0: don't know. Maybe Africa. maybe ch- like uh, Asian, China. I don't think so. China, China is like a sixth of the population, right? China alone is like May- a sixth yeah, of the population. Maybe it is
1: that then. But
0: even like in China there's different there's all different ethnicities. No, I know. Like I, I know. And I know that, that like, like is things. it is it original Chinese or Mandarin Chinese? What? Traditional Chinese or Mandarin Chinese? The most spoken language in the world. Mandarin. It's Mandarin. The most spoken language in the world.
1: Yeah. Um I think English is third. Yeah, Mandarin, Spanish, English. Right, I think okay. is the order. Yeah, so that's the thing. If you go and buy a national context, every single year at the Oscars is incredibly diverse because not one Chinese film gets nominated. <laughs> that's the most populous country
0: in the world. Yeah, exactly. So like, by what are you judging it?
1: Mm.
0: You know, if anything, the film industry is getting less diverse because China are buying more studios. Yeah, exactly. And more of our films are being filmed over there and shown over there. Yeah, yeah. More Chinese actors are being put in to appeal to the Chinese mm-hmm. government. Yeah. So if anything, we're getting worse. <laughs> Less, diverse, yeah, yeah. Less diverse, yeah. Less diverse, yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's all just stupid. Like, you've just got to go by what's the best film. I, I feel we've said this a thousand times yeah. on this podcast. But it, it's the... We were talking with a friend about this. I think I can't wrap my head around. is how they
0: think most people think. Hmm. Most people definitely are with us. Well, I think that it's become clear over the last few years that the yeah. Oscar is just not tuned in to the general public yeah they don't care fundamentally yeah um, it's apart- of
1: no, middle America is of no interest to them yeah
0: apart from maybe Parasite although I don't know what the general public's opinion of Parasite is I don't think they would have one but I don't, it's you know I think everyone who liked films saw it
1: okay but I'm not sure how um, widely known it is
0: yeah but my point is like what's the last best picture winner that the Oscar the Academy and the general public agreed on
1: as, as like a good film
0: yeah yeah Um, a film that we all like and that we all think
1: is worthy of winning Best Picture that's a good question well let's go back so what Parasite most recent one yeah we would agree with that obviously yeah we would agree with that I don't Um, know if Johnny Everyman yeah Joe Q Public or whatever Yeah. Uh, yeah okay what was the year before that was it Green Book yeah I doubt it okay I like that yeah but I think even by Oscar standards that was like a what Green Book. It's, yeah, it's a very light... It's very light. Ironically, it's a very light film for yeah. the Oscars, isn't it? I think it was also because con- it was historically inaccurate, apparently. Like, it yeah. didn't get on. Like, uh, Yeah, it <laughs> D- doesn't matter. But, okay. though, I mean, the reason I like that is because it was telling a story about racism in a racist time, in a racist place. Yeah. That's why I like it. It's like, I've <laughs> got no problem
0: with, like, 12 Years a Slave or the help. Yeah. Like, it's fair enough. Yeah, you know? it makes sense that they'd be racist in this film. Right. And also, it was a very... Um, I think I said to you at the time, it's a very family friendly take on racism yes it like, is like it yeah. feels like a family film despite its subject matter the whole family could watch this film comfortably it feels
1: like a GCSE film doesn't
0: it a little bit like if you're studying Jim Crow stick yeah. on Greenbuck like the, the the pivotal scene in the film where Mahashla Ali is saying to Viggo Morten, Mortensen yeah says to him if I'm not black enough and I'm not white enough then what the hell am I yeah you know I'm too uh, upper, I'm too white for the blacks yeah I'm too black for the whites yeah so where is we you place? going to say T, upper class okay <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right. but again I didn't know if I was making the mistake of oh he's intelligent therefore he's upper class mm. he's not he's clearly not upper class he just yeah. likes the finer things in life yeah he's, and he a, he's a connoisseur him. and he's a connoisseur yeah. exactly
1: um, and he's you know but this is this is exactly what I'm talking about I'm not black enough but because he speaks properly,
0: yes, that is what that means. Yeah, and he likes art. But again, that's reflective of the time. It's a racist time where black people yeah, were sure. not getting, they weren't getting an education. So most black people were not. Yeah, but I, I think um, the reason that, whereas that, nowadays black people generally speaking do get an education. Well, yeah, I mean, but I think that resonates
1: because it it says something about that about black identity and about white identity. Yeah, I'm not black enough. Well, what are you black? Yeah, we you're black then. Yeah black is as far as I'm concerned as a white guy it's a skin colour
0: yeah it connotes it need, nothing it else it need not be anything beyond it that it needn't be anything else yeah, yeah exactly it um, need
1: not it
0: needn't be did anything else did I just else. destroy my point with the double negative what did you say it need not be anything else no that's right oh it is right yeah okay yay <laughs> uh, but yeah my point was going to be that scene I think to a younger viewer yeah or a less seasoned viewer mm-hmm. that would be a pretty profound point yeah that'd be one of those points you're like oh shit that's going to stick with me hmm um, yeah,
1: because that's kind of the the climax of the film, the yeah. emotional climax of the film, isn't it?
0: Yeah. So to like a more seasoned viewer, it might be, it might seem a little like you know not childish, but sort of like easy, easy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. Yeah. I, I know that point. Yeah. But I think that point will resonate with a lot of like.
1: Yeah, that was the thing. Like, Green Book was nothing special.
0: Yeah. You know, um,
1: it didn't break the mold. It was just kind of nice. Yeah. You know, for a film about racism. Uh, yeah, again, yeah.
0: ironically given its subject yeah. matter.
1: Okay, so the year before that was Moonlight.
0: Shape of Water. Oh, Shape of Water.
1: No, I don't think most people would like the shape. I think they'd have the same reaction that we did, which is it's a fish. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a black guy. It's not a black guy. You know,
0: it's a fish. But it's supposed to be right. Well, Well, not necessarily a black guy. Just any ethnic minority. Any minority. That's what he's supposed to represent. The fish. A minority, yeah. Because I mean,
1: you've got got a black character in that film who faces oppression. Yeah. You have a gay character. character so yeah the idea is that he's another he's analogous to that yeah their love is taboo you know and that's kind of like saying something about yeah like maybe interracial marriage. it's not yeah. it's not the same thing he's <laughs> it's a, a fish. fish yeah and I'm never gonna be okay with his that it's dick, grotesque his
0: dick like falls out oh out that's of his body. the worst bit
1: because that yeah there's
0: a if you haven't there's seen like, it... There's like a compartment that it folds yeah. out of.
1: It's a film about... Uh, it's set in the 60s in Atlanta, I think. Yeah. And it's, it's set in like this military research base. Mm. And it's about a, a woman who cleans it. She's a cleaner and she's deaf. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and mute. You're Not actually mute, but oh, it doesn't speak. Yeah. Because she's because deaf. Because she's deaf. Yeah. Um, and they bring in this creature. This kind of creature from the Black Lagoon sort of thing.
0: And it reminded as, me a little bit of the um, uh, the Fishman from Hellboy.
1: Abe Sapien Abe
0: Sapien yeah, yeah. and
1: uh, Pan's Labyrinth
0: was well, Doug Jones isn't it so it's yeah, yeah. and Guillermo del Toro who did
1: um, that to them. del Toro yeah exactly yeah. Um, so yeah and she forms a bond with this thing um, and kind of feels for it in its captivity and you know um, save the whales kind of thing yeah and then she rescues it from confinement and they form a romantic rela- and sexual yeah. uh, import- most importantly they relationship they fuck Do you reckon he finished? (laughs) (laughs) Off the scales.
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah. yeah she like she like uh, closes the bathroom door to her bathroom yeah fills she, up with and she, water, and she turns the bath yeah. on fills the whole room up with water yeah and they fuck in the I water I call bullshit on that
1: yeah I know it's fantastical but I'm sorry there's gonna be a crack somewhere in the bath. yeah it's not that's not an airtight air, water bathroom watertight yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways yeah so there's a scene in the film where she's just had sex with this thing and then she's talking to a friend at work yeah and they're kind of gossiping like you know schoolgirls about it And then she kind of sign languages about like his compartment uh, opening up and the dick sprouting out of it. Yeah. Like a blossom thing. And like, oh, damn girl. She's black, the friend. Oh, damn girl. Like, well, what's she, you know, and they're kind of laughing about it. And you're meant to kind of, it's meant to be a lighthearted, oh, she's happy.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like, oh my God. I can now picture it. Yeah. It is grotesque. I I don't know how people (laughs) think it's anything other than that. Um, so, yeah, I think most people would agree with that, like, um, <laughs> you trying to make here. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what, the, the attempt to, like, de-taboo everything. We'll get onto that, actually. Okay. But, the yeah, so the year before that?
0: That was Moonlight. No. no. Most people wouldn't like Moonlight. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying it wasn't Moonlight. Oh, Because no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that it was the controversy, it, right? Yes. It was not It was La La Land. Then it was, then La La it was La La Moonlight. Light. Yeah. No, um, I don't
1: think people would like Moonlight. N- well, like, I, I have seen that. Yeah, that's a film-person film. Okay. 100%.
0: Okay. Yeah. Spotlight?
1: I don't think that was popular, like, uh, well-seen enough. Or no, I be. think
0: that's a film that, like, you sit down, you watch it, and you're like, hmm. I don't think many people would watch I, it and you know, go, I didn't like that.
1: No. I think you'd at least kind of go, oh, fair enough. Yeah. But I, I don't see it being a film that, like, people love. It's kind I, of I,
0: forgotten. I, yeah already yeah. Not by you of course Not by me no No But by everybody else But I think I think, yeah The general public would sit down They'd watch that film And think hmm This is like What film people watch Right I feel yes. smarter for watching this yes. or, I, or I feel More cultured I guess yeah. For watching it
1: because it's not that type of film. It's I, I don't think it is like a film person's film. No, it's not a film person's film. Like but it's like journalisty. you know, it's it's not... Moonlight is a film person's film. Yeah. Parasite is a film person's film. Well,
0: Spotlight is a very dry film, isn't it? It's dry, yeah, but it's, it's not, it's not uh, an artsy film, now. No, no, yeah. there's very little flair to it. Yeah. And that's not necessarily in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, I think the channel Because of its dryness and because of its lack of flair... yeah. A uh, general public person would look at that and go, "Oh, that's a film person." Would film. be understimulated. That's a quote-unquote proper film. Yeah, I'm going to watch that tonight. Yes, but
1: yeah, I don't think it would be uh, unanimous consent for, uh, from the public and the yeah. critical sphere. Like, yeah, before that, Birdman, same really. Yeah, kind of an indie art. That's film. a that's a film person film. I think that's that would a be film person yeah, film. That'd yeah. as a film person film.
0: Yeah, Hira Eddie <laughs> I remember I remember it's your 10th favorite of the decade 12 years a slave
1: I think that gets close because I think everyone liked that okay I don't. I think you'd have to be I don't know like a genuine racist not to like 12 years a slave okay do you know what I mean it's just like it's a it's well made it's a fairly straightforward story it's engaging mm. it's not arty farty to the extreme
0: well do you think that would be people because Django and Jane came out the year before so do you think that would be people's go to slavery film over I think that it would be yeah it's the Schindler's List of slavery now I think what now
1: 12 Years a Slave okay yeah just to
0: clarify we are talking about the same yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, not Django, Django and Jane is not the Schindler's list no it's not <laughs> slavery no,
1: it's, not. it's the Inglorious Bastards of
0: slavery oh yeah that's exactly what it is yeah uh, year before that oh fuck I can't remember I just want to get to one where it's like yes yeah definitely I can't fucking remember though 2012 well, everything came out Argo
1: again. Yeah? I th- it, yeah it won yeah it did win yeah okay I think Affleck uh, uh, didn't but
0: the film did right uh, I guess that's what people were confused about yeah yeah because he wasn't even up right it wasn't even nominated yeah
1: yeah I think uh, again that's one of those films that it's quite populist like I don't think many people would watch that and go oh I didn't like that mm. it's got something for everybody Argo That it's it's like a, a, a good it's a go-to Oscar film. Yeah. Where it's, it's really well made, it's kind of a critical darling, but also it's accessible. And
0: I think because of how gripping the ending is, yeah. a lot of people would come away that from that film thinking, oh yeah, I really like that. Yeah. Even yeah. though they probably have no desire to go back to it. Right, yeah. Yeah, that
1: edge is there, but again, I don't think unanimous consent. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of films that would be on like IMDB's top 100 films. Right. You know, the people like.
0: Yes. Um. I mean, if you're talking just about popular films. Yeah. We might just have to go back to 2003 Lord of the Rings. I think there might be one before that though. Okay. So what where are we at now? 2011.
1: The artist no way. No. <laughs> um, Does
0: anyone is that like Chicago where like everyone's forgotten it? Yeah. 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 Novelty. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Um to the king's speech good crowd pleaser but again I don't think popular enough no. really. The Hurt Locker. No, no one saw The Hurt Locker. Okay. Uh, I think it might be the the lowest earning Best Picture winner oh really yeah Shit. it might have been overtaken now but maybe by Moonlight or something but at the time certainly okay uh, Slumdog Millionaire that you think yeah everyone likes Slumdog Millionaire okay it's a, it's a good feel good crowd pleasing yeah that I would say The Departed as well I know I'm a particular fan of that film mm.
0: but that's a film that
1: blokes like uh, like Goodfellas a film that men like
0: yeah you know uh, you t- talking to you know Louis King down the pub. Yeah. And he's like, oh, fucking... That's fucking awesome. Nicholson's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking love Gangsters. Yeah, yeah. Godfather, best film ever. Right. One of, the, one of those guys. One of those. those guys are no longer being catered to. <laughs> <laughs> They're not. They're not. They will no longer be, like, best picture winners that blokes like. Would Spotlight be eligible now? No, it wouldn't. Well, there you go. Rachel McAdams is it, right? Pretty, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then just,
1: like, tertiary...
0: Non characters. Yeah. Well, there you go. What does that mean? Yeah, that's like that's an really interesting question. What does this mean for historical dramas? Because Spotlight's a period piece. It's yeah. two thousand and one, right? It's set. Yeah, one yeah. two. Yeah. Two thousand one, two thousand two, yeah. but it came out in twenty fifteen. Yeah. Um. So that was probably like the cast in that film was probably an accurate reflection mm-hmm. of the people who worked at that. Yes, yeah, Boston. Yeah, it's Boston. They're all white. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, does that mean that historical dramas? that contain exclusively white people can't be made anymore? Or wouldn't be made? It's like we could... W- wouldn't be eligible, certainly. I mean... I, we, we could make this film, but it's not going to be eligible, so what's the point? Yeah, that's... But like you said, the get-around is
1: hire interns, right? Yeah. Just do that fucking thing and then make whatever film we want. Mm. I mean, films like... You know, diversity films, they have a leg up anyway. They tend to get nominated anyway.
0: Yes. Films now, maybe not individual performers, but
1: the films yeah, do I was going to say if, yeah.
0: if this had extended to like best actor for example like oh yeah. white men are no longer eligible for the best actor right. that would be fucked oh fucked completely absolutely fucked, fucked.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah it'll get there though uh, not not like no white people but it'll get to 50% of this category must be an underrepresented group oh yeah definitely um, but again what counts because Spotlight the main Mark Ruffalo plays an uh, Armenian guy Armenian American guy mm. no he's not Armenian is he he's um no, uh, Stanley Tucci is Armenian because he makes the point to Mark Ruffalo about it takes outsiders like us hmm. to look in, for, you know, as a spectator and see what's really going well, on. Well, that
0: wouldn't be allowed because he's not actually Armenian, isn't he? But again, okay, so where do we draw the lines? So there? that wouldn't even happen. He wouldn't even because you you're taking that role away from Armenians <laughs> from Armenian all those Armenian actors. Yeah. Uh yeah, but bear in mind, one of the rules is it can be about
1: underrepresented groups, not just played by
0: that's fine but then we, we we come to the second layer of diversity yeah um uh, bureaucracy where it's like okay you have to, you're only allowed to play what you are yeah you can't you can't do anything they'll come
1: that we were talking about that the other day weren't we like it's not you can't now have like a um if you're gay you, you, your character has to be gay yeah I mean, mind hunter is an exception uh with jonathan groff um playing the straight guy oh right um is the the main actress gay then no, she's not. Oh, there you I go. don't think. Anyway, okay. Um, it does still happen, but yeah, like uh, if Fincher doesn't give a shit. I would suspect. Yes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that seems to be the rule now. If you're trans, I've never seen a trans person play the sex to which they identify. Okay. I've never seen Laverne Cox play a woman. You know. Right.
0: Okay. Um. It's also a trans woman. It's. It's. I. I don't think we actually brought it up in the Doctor Who discussion. I think Christ, it was series. Yeah, we're back to yeah. this now. I think it was series nine, where um, yeah, sleep no more, the mm. terrible fan footage episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that episode contained the first trans actor in Doctor Who history. Yeah, and they played a wardrobe. Grunt. No, no, they no. played. They played like this um, artificial human. Who was incredibly, <laughs> who who had incredibly low intelligence that could barely string a sentence together. Right. So I found that okay. <laughs> kind of unintentionally funny. Yeah. Um. That's obviously not what they were going for. It
1: reminds me of that scene in Friends where Joey slags off. He, he's he's doing an interview about um I think Stays of Our Lives, mm. and he says, "Oh yeah, I make up all my own lines. The writers don't do anything." And it cuts the writer going, "Oh, you make up your lines, do you alright? See how you like this?" And they kill him off, right? Right. Um, I think it's that, but. The, that thing of like right you
0: have to have a trans person
1: in the series okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> my assumption um, to try and defend them yeah. my assumption is that they wanted because that character yeah mm. it's like a, it's a droid basically um, it's barely human mm. so I think the idea is they wanted something that didn't look kind of like a like a um, Anton Chigurh well, it, it's not really otherworldly it's otherworldly it's not really from anywhere it doesn't yeah. look male or female mm-hmm. um, but yeah the implication yeah. of your first trans actor and they're this person who could, who's so dumb they can barely string a sentence together and they're barely considered human yeah it's a bit bit of a rough <laughs> bit of a rough thing there. yeah um, what was the other point I was going to make yeah I'm surprised that like because yeah you're not allowed to um, play someone that you're not anymore no, yeah, that would seem to be the case. Yeah, yeah, if you're if you're straight, you can't play a gay character, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. and yeah, I saw like that Alison Brie put out that apology, didn't she, a little while ago, because she voiced uh, a half Vietnamese character in BoJack oh, yeah. Horseman. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, I'm I'm sincerely, I sincerely apologize. They've all done that. I've, yeah. t- I've taken that. I took that opportunity away from a half Vietnamese yeah. actress. Yeah. So I'm I'm terribly sorry. It'll never happen again. And then like I I think that evening. I was watching TV and they advertised that Mrs Brown's Boys, Mrs Brown's Boys talk show. Right. How's that still allowed to happen? Yeah. How's Mrs Brown's Boys still allowed to be a thing? I mean, I would I would agree that it shouldn't be a thing, but probably for different reasons. Well, because you pointed out to me, I just remembered that uh, Caitlyn Jenner was on that show, right? Yeah. So I suppose that was like, a, oh, if we have Caitlyn Jenner on the show with her resonant tones. <laughs> then. Um, oh yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> then Mrs. Brown Boys will be seen as okay because, oh, we had a transgender person on the show yeah. and they didn't complain. Well, it's So th- I'm still allowed to dress up as a woman it's drag, and deliver shit comedy. I think
1: drag is still acceptable, isn't it? Right. Like drag queens and that sort of thing. Well, it's not drag because
0: he's playing a female. Yeah, he's, but- he's not playing a man dressed up as a woman. He is a man dressed up as a woman. Yes. Playing a woman.
1: I don't know. Maybe it's the fact that, it's, that it is draggy. You know what I mean? It's not like... Um, the, the joke is that it's a man dressed as a woman. Like, that's part of the... You know that when you watch it. Yeah. So maybe that... It's given a bit of leeway because of that. Okay. Do you know what I mean? And it's so inoffensive. Yeah. Um, it's offensively inoffensive. It's offensively inoffensive. It's so bland. Yeah. But think like Caitlyn Jenner. I don't know where she stands on... I'll say she. I don't know where she stands on all these types of issues. Trans issues and that sort of thing. But she's conservative. Okay So I don't know whether That would even matter to her That it's a, guy, a bloke dressed Oh, cares
0: Maybe that's why they got her Yeah It's like, oh we, the, we, the one trans person That's guaranteed to be okay With what we're doing Well, I told totally you now And know, that I, gives us a free pass
1: I watched that documentary I can't remember what it's called That documentary about Trans representation Yeah And I, she
0: was not asked on it Yeah, yeah they, yeah, yeah. She wasn't even in it Yeah uh,
1: So that's the Oscars What was um, the thing
0: you, you said there was something You were going to come back to Did I? Everything's becoming more... Oh, de-taboo. De-taboozed. Yes. De-tabooized? De-tabooized. De-tabooized. Yes. Or tabified. Ta-
1: De-tabified. taboo de taboo Yes. Okay. de taboo beat. De... Yeah. I mean, it'd probably be de-tabooed, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, but that's not de-taboo- fun enough. That's not fun. <laughs> de taboo Okay. Yeah. All
1: right. Yes. You've f- you probably heard about it. Are you familiar with the film Cuties?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched cuties. Oh, you did watch cuties. I watched it. Yeah, I was going to watch cuties, but I was like, I don't need this in my life. Yeah, <laughs> well, know?
1: I didn't watch it because of the controversy. Mm. I watched it because it was well reviewed, okay. and I watch everything that's well reviewed. Is it basically?
0: Much. I mean, you you'll tell me now based yeah. on the content of the show, mm-hmm. but it was the poster that was kicking up a fuss, right? Yeah, uh, which was eleven-year-olds uh, kind of skim- scantily clad. Yes. Um, because that wasn't the original poster, but it was like when it was being promoted in the America, America. Yeah, that's, that's China, maybe. I think was America. No, it was yeah, America. Yeah, yeah. That's the poster they came up with, and yeah. that's what the uproar was about. Yes. Would you say that the content of the show is film? It's film. My apologies. That's right. Would you say the content, <laughs> the content of the film, yeah. is worthy of that hatred? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for those who don't know, Cuties is it's a French film kicked up a lot of fuss because, yeah, its poster was fi- was fairly provocative. Mm. And, you know, without knowing anything about the film, it's basically, it's just 11-year-old girls, you know, skimp, skimpy 11-year-olds. What are
0: they? Are they strippers? Are they fashion No, they, um, they're, they're dancers.
1: Dancers. Uh, but just the poster alone is like you know yeah I thought uh, they were strippers based on the post they're not strippers genuinely. they're not strippers because well, I nothing about it the next you know is stripping with A-levels as right. Mark Emma so, right okay so yeah the film is about this young I think she's Somalian uh, girl living in Paris um, or France at least and uh, she comes from a an orthodox uh, Muslim family mm-hmm. and yearns for a bit of freedom and escape and falls in with this lo- little group of girls that are entering a dance competition mm. but they do it um, you know they they twerk and they grind and they, they do all that sort of stuff right uh, you know it's, it's very provocative dancing I see now I think it's intended to be like Little Miss Sunshine it I, went, was, I was thinking yeah. of that yeah uh, you know the, the beauty pageant it's yeah. meant to revolt you
0: well that's a surprise isn't it yeah because she's this sweet innocent kid yeah and she's like, I have to do this, you know. Yeah. And and then that happened. You're like, oh, fuck. Like, even the character's like, oh, fuck, stop this now. Well, it's right? just
1: so gross. And yeah. but the film treats it that way. It's never sexualized. The whole time you're like, ugh. Yeah. And then they they completely undermine it by just goofily dancing on stage, right? Mm. I think it's intended to be like that. Okay. Uh, I, so I, you're, I just, not, you're not supposed to enjoy it. I certainly don't think the director intended to celebrate it. Okay. It's meant to be a critique okay I mean the fact is if you're a normal human being it, it is quite stomach turning to watch okay um, but the pro- the problem with the film is that what they're doing it's not treated with nearly enough distance mm. or scrutiny mm. um, to be a valid critique it, it's supposed to kind of represent a liberated self actualized escape from Orthodox Islam Islam's the thing she wants to get away from right let's go towards this. It's her, okay. yes, I'm free, I'm a, my own human being. I
0: see, okay. Um, I'm sure it's empowering, right? So it, it could have been dancing, it could have been cooking, it could have been literally, why did I pick cooking? I don't know. Oh, fuck. That, <laughs> that's have, hardly uh, It could have been yeah. uh, woodwork or, yeah. you know, b- building. It, yeah. It didn't it, matter what... Or wrapping What something. the thing yeah. she was escaping to was. Yeah. The point is that we should celebrate the thing she's escaped to because... She's escaped to it. She's yeah, free she, of She's land. yeah, unconfined. She's yeah, right. she's free. It just so um, happens that this it's dancing. Yeah. So it's kind of. So you it's accidental then. What what's accidental? The sort of um <clears throat> the fact that it feels like it's celebrating that sort of, you know.
1: Well, the thing is that the film, you know, it's very French in that it's just kind of it just lets the things happen and doesn't really comment on it. It, it doesn't. It's it's not sentimentalized at all. And it's not um you don't have a character coming in going this is wrong other than the family who you don't like really until okay. the end right um, I will say it it, it it doesn't like end with a big oh it's a little fabulous and wonderful end she does leave it hmm. here's the thing I'm not at would all say it. it's been criticised or it sexualises kids she did not think she. the director's woman she did not think she was doing that like I, hands down I would you know bet a lot on that hmm. um, I mean pedophiles are gonna love it Right. Obviously. Okay. Um, so it kind of raised the question for me. I'm sure that there are people right on the fr- on the very fringes of society that masturbate the Schindler's List. Okay. There's all, there's going to be someone somewhere that gets off on it, right? Yeah. So where do you? At what point do you decide I can't care about that? I'm still going to make Schindler's List. I'd argue Schindler's List is a good. Example of even though there are some people, I don't that are think. Gonna,
0: yeah, there's probably not a single person. Yeah, in that film, who thought someone's going to jerk off to this?
1: There are some, you know, there are neo-Nazi clubs that, that watch highlight that watch highlights reels of you know them being rounded up and go yeah, you know, yeah. But that wouldn't be enough of an argument to not make the film. Yeah, yeah. I would argue this is a good case of yeah, don't make the film because <laughs> well, pedophiles. Me,
0: it, it, it sounds like you know, the problem was that they chose dancing.
1: Well, d- dancing in that way—it's not Dance, just dancing. yeah, dancing yeah. in
0: that way. Like maybe choose something that was a little less provocative. Yeah. So that when you celebrate her freedom, it doesn't come across as though you're celebrating their sexualization. Well, the things
1: I think the pro- the intent of the film is to criticise that sexualization of women and girls, and you know, that's the point of it. It just doesn't do it. I see. Oh, I, I in my opinion it doesn't do it. Okay. Uh, Someone I mean it's had a good critical reception, so obviously some people think that it does. Hmm. But I don't think it has nearly enough detachment from okay. it. Okay it just shows it. And you needed more of a no, no 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 no, this is unacceptable. Yeah. So I would say this is a case where the fact that a lot of people are gonna get off on it hmm. is a good reason not to make this film. I see. Okay. Um I I I think that all criticisms of the poster and of the film, which are like, seem to be exclusively coming from the conservative side of the aisle, okay. as you might expect. Well, yes, but it feels. Why is this a conservative issue? This yeah. isn't a conservative issue. Yeah,
0: sexualizing children should not be something that's up yeah. for debate. And the
1: fact that conservatives are the only ones, you know, being public about it, mm. makes it look like it's fuddy duddies, like you know, the, the same type of people that criticize video games for violence. So, yeah, uh, it's not that. Like it's, hands, it's really not that And so it, that's what's irritating about but it But
0: it also looks like Oh the left are even okay with this It does yeah yeah. How can we take them seriously If they're not even speaking
1: up now But that's the thing I would imagine the critical community Is pretty much exclu- exclusively left Right Okay And it's getting good reviews mm. And so it, that, that does appear to be the case Okay and it's, baff- it's baffling to me But that's what I'm talking about The D de- taboo T- D de- taboo the deed to boobization <laughs> of, um, well, paedophilia. Yeah. Because we know that's been a trend that's been worming its way through yeah, it's, the it, underbelly It hasn't culture. gained
0: too much traction, right? Not, it's been not, a while yeah. since I checked in on that. Yeah. Okay. Maps, oh, right? Yeah, maps, yeah. Yeah, minor attracted persons. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But we're, at the moment, we're focused on um, Black Lives Matter, aren't we? Yes. So when all that, if that dies down, um, two cops got shot, yesterday or the day before. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, sitting in their car, not doing anything. Okay. And a black guy come up and shot them.
0: Ah, well, if if, if they hadn't killed them, then they might have... They're not dead, luckily. Oh, good. Fortunately. Okay. If, if they haven't shot them, then they probably would have gone and abused black people. Yeah, so, exactly. Or yeah. killed them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: One of them was a 24-year-old rookie. Right. And the other one was a 31-year-old mother who had a jaw shot
0: off. Fuck. Um... And They're always rookies, aren't they? They always find the rookies. Yeah, yeah. The, t- was it one or two of the guys involved, One of them was a rookie. In involved George in George Floyd, Floyd, Floyd yeah.
1: yeah. I guess it's just, there's always going to be... There's a lot, in there? You know, fresh out of the academy or whatever, so...
0: Yeah, but it's just... It's interesting how they always... I wonder if that's deliberate, whether they target they rookies deliberately. They partner rookies up with more seasoned officers, probably. No, I know they, they do that. Yeah. So, like, just by sheer odds, you're going to encounter a rookie. Yeah. But it seems like whenever I'm told one of these stories, mm. there's always a rookie involved. Always a rookie, yeah. So I wonder if... They're deliberately being targeted or whether it is just pure coincidence. I think just,
1: yeah, well luck, you know. On
0: the part or lack thereof, yeah, on, yeah, in the rookie's case.
1: Um yeah, the shot and then loads of videos of like people near it. It would just sort of happen, like laughing and celebrating, like, oh man, he just did it anyway. I'm doing a black accent because the videos I've seen are of black people. I see. Um and then the ambulance came and took them to the hospital, and BLM protesters were blocking the ambulance from entering the hospital. Right. And tried storming the hospital.
0: I see. Okay. Um <laughs> You're just going to leave that there, are you? I mean, you know... No, it's... yeah it's it's, all gone to hell, it isn't is it? It is despicable, absolutely disgusting behaviour.
1: I just don't know where you where we go from here. I really don't. Mm. I think the only thing that can... I don't know the only thing. One of the only things that can solve America at this point is in a couple of decades when uh, a lot of the major cities are going to be majority uh, Hispanic. Mm-hmm and so the mayor the police are going to be all Hispanic people basically yeah. and they don't have white guilt and they're not going to put up with this bullshit
0: no but they're the man right what? who's the man the, the well the Latinos will become the man
1: yeah yeah but, but I th- a large part of the reason this is happening is because we are too tentative uh, to, to intervene because right. it's oh I don't want to look like a racist yeah Studies have shown, haven't they, that crime goes up whenever there's been a black uh, guy shot by the police in whatever situation. Mm. Murders go up because uh, the police are reluctant to go into black communities to stop it because mm. they don't want to look like a racist. Yeah, that, I think pretty much every city where that's happened, it's been shown right a phenomenon. But when you have a Latino mayor and Latino chief, of, Latino chief of police and Latino police officers. They don't have that guilt. Yes. And they're just not going to put up with it. And I think that's the only thing that can save America at this point. But
0: there'll be Uncle Toms? Well,
1: they're not black, are they?
0: Yeah, but is there a is there a Hispanic equivalent of that? Of? Of an Uncle Tom.
1: Well, you you betrayed your race. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. Mm. I, I think there's obviously, like, Latino gangs and stuff like that. And th- there is street culture yeah. in certain aspects. But... I don't think it's as big
0: a problem. Well, yeah, certainly. I mean, yeah, Hispanics yeah. have a very different relationship with white people than black people well, do with white people. Well, they have
1: a reputation. A very different would, history, I should yeah, say. Yeah, exactly, different history.
0: We're going off just
1: like the, what we've accrued from various things, but I think that the, the reputation is that they're hard, they're hardworking and, you know, they're yeah. um, labourers, you know. yes. I don't want to, like, again, be paint them all, tar them all with the same brush. No, no, of course not. But yeah. I think, yeah, there's a marked difference between because yeah yeah there are all- but then
0: again wouldn't it be like oh the reason that they're considered laborers is because um they're often put in labor intensive jobs by white people no like no. for example you have people who've come across the border whether it's illegally or legally mm-hmm. like, i think more illegally mm-hmm. because then they'll go into like low paying labor jobs mm-hmm. because it's easier to pay them off the books so it's like well, oh, I-, I get cheap labor and you get to not be sold out to the government I'm sure that yeah, I'm sure that's, that's a, a fact. I'm not saying that's the like full yeah, yeah, yeah. reason, but that's certainly a factor why. Well, I think Hispanic like you know yeah are associated with hard labor. Yeah, I'm talking about
1: immigrants, obviously not in Mexico. We, yeah, yeah, again, it's, it covers the, as wide a panoply as any other group. Mm. But I think that a large part of it as well, right, is that um, they don't speak English, and so they can only really do um, menial job, gardening and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, maybe you, you you can't anything that involves fluency is not open to them in America. Yes. So.
0: Again, historically, because as you say, the, the Hispanic population is shooting up. Yeah. So presumably the amount of uh, Spanish-speaking people in America is going up as well. Yeah. America is becoming a more Spanish-fluent country.
1: Well, there are there are cities already that are majority Spanish, I think.
0: Major cities? Major cities, yeah. Such
1: as? I think LA might be, if not they, getting there. Okay. Um, Maybe they can sort it out for us. <laughs> I think that's it. Like, yeah. wouldn't that kind of be a beautiful American thing, really? Yeah. That, um a quote-unquote minority community which wouldn't be a minority anymore but mm. it are the ones that kind of because america you know it's the land of immigrants isn't it yeah so it kind of would be nice if instead of just uh claiming to be victims that a minority group actually sorted it out yeah the, be nice. the,
0: the the minority group that are associated with Im- immigrants like N- nowadays yeah, yeah nowadays yeah, yeah. associated with oh mexicans are illegal immigrants yeah for that community to step up and be like right yeah. we're gonna fix this yeah, yeah, we're gonna mend relations I'm gonna cut the bullshit yeah yeah that'd be wonderful that would be nice yeah just go wait for that to happen <laughs> America our city's burned give, give birth to more Hispanics <laughs> quickly now
1: yeah because that's the thing you could you know they, they've been um, that whole Labour kind of negotiation thing that you were just talking about the fact that they all Mexicans in America have like have that thing of are you illegal you know like Mm, that thing yeah and of course there's prejudice and there's racism towards some um, Mexicans and and general Hispanic and Latino people but Latin I should say yeah there's not that same history of institutionalized racism yeah
0: Um, Hispanics were never kept as slaves exactly they were never imported to America right for the exclusive purpose of you are to be my slave yeah you know yeah Arguably do we, do we, a similar thing because it's like, oh, you're not my slave, but you're being paid very little for hard I'm work. I'm sure they
1: would say it's modern day slavery. Right? Yeah, oh, I don't know. Where I maybe, bring, maybe like a, know where maybe like a rung up. above slavery.
0: Yeah, where it's like it's not slavery, but it's not like proper work. I'm not like a proper employee. Yeah, yeah, not being treated right. You know. I don't know where I have to bring this up. Um, oh dear. <laughs> it's definitely, Le- leave a gap in case I need yeah. to cut anything out.
1: It's definitely not a. um Oh God. I would be wary about saying this in person to people. Oh, okay. <laughs> that I know. We had a conversation... No, I wouldn't. We had a conversation the other day. This is the cancelled podcast. This is the one that's going to do it. <laughs> um, I speculated <laughs> that... Well, not spe- More imagined. You know, pretty, pretty much all... All the vast majority of black people in America were brought... Are descendants of slaves. Okay. They're obviously Jamaican, you know, again. Mm. But a lot of them were descended from slaves. Right. <laughs> God. And I was just postulating that, I think we must be talking about Black Panther or something, I don't know. Pretty much every African country is somewhere you wouldn't want to live, right, if you if you were brought up in the West. Yeah. So had slaves never been brought over, a lot of all the, American, the successful black Americans today would be living in poverty. Okay. And that's, I'm not saying anything about that. Not saying oh therefore slavery was good. It's just an interesting thing to think about, isn't it? Right. That their descendants, because they were born in America, have, have been allowed to mm. make something of themselves. Mm. And it's just interesting to consider that had they stayed in Africa, that wouldn't necessarily be the case. Well, I
0: mean that that's predicated on the assumption that black people would never have made their way over to America no, of on their own. There is that as well. Yeah. There are there is also that. But I think it's significantly
1: significantly fewer.
0: Yeah. yeah, no, I can't argue with that. Yeah. With, yeah, the fact that it's probably fewer, there would be, there would be a lower population mm. of black Americans.
1: Again, it's not something like, I don't know what the numbers would be and it's probably nothing like major, major. Mm. But that is just an interesting thing to think that a lot of black people in America today, had they
0: been born in Nigeria, mm. it's totally different, you know. Okay, so what does that mean though? Why why have you brought this to our attention? It's,
1: well, I, I said, I'm not saying anything about that. It's okay. just an
0: interesting Thing to think about, isn't but that's it? not a point unto itself. That's like, okay, yeah, I have this information now, I'm going to make the point.
1: No, it's not, it's it's not a therefore. I'm not saying therefore slavery had a silver lining, mm. I'm not saying that. It's like it's that Stephen
0: Fry book where, um, you bring that up a lot, don't you? Do I? Yeah, okay, there's been at least two or three podcasts you brought okay. this up, uh, where they
1: they poison, they go back in time and tell them basically kill Hitler, mm. and what that engenders is that there's still a Nazi party, effectively, Mm. uh, you know, an anti-Semitic party, but it's spearheaded by somebody who's not as blindly anti-Semitic and so utilizes Jewish scientists and stuff like that. Right. Again, it's not saying that, oh, therefore, Hitler wasn't all that bad. Mm. It's just the thing that, like, history could have been very different and
0: worse. Okay. But would white America, instead of uh, bringing black people over to America, would they just... Uh, put the Native American community to work as slaves? Well, they didn't. Or would they, would they go... They no, the, in, in lieu of black people, yeah. would they make slaves of Native Americans or would they make slaves of Hispanic people?
1: I, We're, I get, we're talking about, I guess, a, a non-slavery world here, aren't we? So I don't okay. think there would be any slavery.
0: No, it's only because you said, like, you know, they killed Hitler, but then a different guy rose to power. Yeah. so it's like oh we don't have black slaves does that mean that they would have hispanic slaves well, instead
1: c- that, that's because the, the preconditions are different I guess if we're saying there's no such thing as slavery we're basically saying that racism in any major important way doesn't exist right mm.
0: but um, we're not historically- we're, saying, we're saying there are no black slaves we're not saying there's no slavery. But it, okay, but what they're racist towards Latin people, but not black people. Yeah, that, that's my question. Like you, you're saying that like um, a lot of people. Well, yeah, some people in in black America that are successful would, mm. might not be as successful. Yeah, it's 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 impossible to deny that um, black America would be in a very different place. kind it, yeah. it all started from a place of slavery. Yeah, yeah, it's just an alternate history kind of interesting thing to think about. Okay, like, if slavery
1: never happened, what would the world look like today? Mm. But. I mean the 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 difference is that with the the Hitler scenario, the the precondition was decades and de- well centuries of anti-Semitic brewing mm. in Europe. So I don't know whether the Holocaust was inevitable, but it kind of feels like maybe it was.
0: Okay, I don't
1: know, I don't know. But I, I, Hitler was a product of something, not the producer of it.
0: Yes. Um, Do you think that it's similar with white America? Because obviously, like they would, they would still. They they were going to exterminate the people who were already on the, had you know right. who were already in America when they came over. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter whether they were Native Americans Hispanic, Black, whatever. Mm-hmm. Those people were going to go right because it's our land now. Mm-hmm. But do you think they were predisposed to slavery, or there's just something about Black people where they were like, "Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna, I know what I'm gonna do with you." What do you mean? Basically, I'm saying, were um, is white America or was white America always going to be predisposed to having slaves? And black people were just unlucky or is there something about black people like did they meet the black people and then somehow decided oh we're going to keep them as slaves well okay
1: i i don't know how to answer that really i mean i
0: suppose i mean racism
1: has its roots it's tribal biology isn't it Mm. like you just don't like anything that's different and when you have a people that are very different they look different you know it's not it's not purely tribal it's so like Native American tribes, it, it's they're a whole different, as far as you're concerned, species, mm. right? Um, oh yeah, the culture is completely different. The culture is And I guess when Europeans made the voyage, I mean, obviously African, the, the diaspora, we moved from Africa to the rest of the world. Mm. But when later on Europeans went to Africa, they didn't really have civilization. And so they saw them as, you know, primordial. I see. They're not as educated as we are. Mm. They're not. I'm guessing that's where it comes from okay I could be wrong but I I don't think I don't think other than Egypt North Africa yeah I don't think there was any significant civilization oh
0: no this is this is not a well rehearsed conversation no we are this is pure speculation yeah I'm just it's just a question of curiosity not of you have all of the answers tell me the answers yeah 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 yeah. I'm just like in your opinion do you think that white America was predisposed always predisposed to having uh, slaves (laughs) well obviously yes because they did Yes, but hypothetically. (laughs) Well, I mean, in in the hypothetical,
1: I proffered. I'm basically saying there's no racism, aren't I? Okay. So it's hard to really...
0: I see. um, Okay.
1: But yeah, my thinking is that we went there on ships and saw they only had sticks and thought, well, they're nothing then. Yeah. we can make use of them
0: right I'm just, I'm just like I don't know if it has any practical applica applications mm-hmm. uh the answer to that question I don't know whether like oh <laughs> white America was always predisposed to uh, having slaves yeah They're, and black people were just unlucky therefore that kind of puts a uh, a pin in the argument that oh, white people hate black people. No, I don't know if it's one of those situations. No. where like oh no, you were just unlucky. It's not that we hate you. Well, we, hum- we would have we would have made slaves of anyone given the chance.
1: Humanity is predisposed to slavery. Okay. Yes. Right. Not just white people.
0: Oh yeah, we can't deny. Yeah, we can't uh, ignore the fact that slavery does still exist in the world. Still exists. Just we're not in the white world, really.
1: Uh, yeah, not really. Human, but no, not at all, I don't think. So tra- what the West, think, no. Yeah, human trafficking,
0: yeah. I think, is still a thing in the white world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, of course. But slavery is definitely a thing in lesser developed parts of the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think every civilization
1: has had slaves. Okay. Pretty much. Mm. I think the Greeks had slaves. Enlightened,
0: yeah. you know? But the, but the Greeks were gay as well. And? Well, they were... Um, it wasn't necessarily that they were gay. It was that uh, being gay was... Like, if it a moral was good. Yeah, it was considered like a privilege to sleep with your fellow man. Literally. Yeah, genuinely. So, uh, does that mean the by modern standards, does that mean the Greeks were okay? Because, like, they kept slaves, but also they had no problem with, like, fucking dudes.
1: Well, I mean, as far as historical civilizations go, yeah, it's hard to beat the Greeks. They weren't No, per- no, I know. They weren't perfect,
0: obviously. Yeah, the Greeks are prob- well, probably what's intre- They gave us the most. This right, is what's Greeks. interesting about it,
1: isn't it? Like, I don't. This is not, like, 100% verified. I'm pretty sure they had slaves. I think they had slaves. Okay.
0: Um, the Romans well, did. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Let's assume the Greeks had slaves. Okay. Oh, I really don't know. But let's assume, for, just for the sake of the time. you think,
0: like, because the Romans gave us things practically. Like, we got roads out of the Romans. Yeah. They were good for us in a practical sense, but the Greeks gave us, like, maths and science and <laughs> yeah. thinking, basically. Logic. Yeah.
1: They invented logic. They
0: invented logic. Yeah. So you'd think that a, a, a people that enlightened yeah. would be above slavery.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, slavery did, uh, yeah, it did exist in, in Greece, okay. just not as immense as in Rome. Right. Yeah, so it's interesting, isn't it, when you think that by like a Judeo-Christian morality, the, like the Greeks are more enlightened and then and then we regressed mm. into, you know, homophobia and, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And yet they still had slaves. So even for, some, for a comparatively enlightened group of people, mm. even they had slaves. Yeah. So that shows how trenchant, slavery is well there's, there's slavery in
0: the bible right
1: well yeah I mean, it's condoned it is condoned it's, it's, but the it's Bible part of life it yeah just, yeah it, it, is. It,
0: it is condoned but the bible is like the moral like we should all aspire to the bible right The according Bible, according to what <laughs> according to whom people what people well like Jesus Jesus in the bible is like yes we should all he is good he does good things according let's all to, be like
1: Jesus according to whom well, certainly not most of the people in the world no no well, within that religion, within Christianity, yeah, 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 within Christianity, they like the Bible, yes,
0: yes. The Bible is like the thing; it's their Bible, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like oh shit, the Bible. That's like a, we should all aspire to be as good as like Jesus was in the Bible, right. and his teachings are you know they're morally sound, and mm. we should live by those and take them to heart. And yet they've got they they they've got slaves. They've got slaves, yeah,
1: yeah. But that's thing, like the, the the Christianity is far less. Um, like we got worse, the Dark Ages and everything. We yeah. we were good, and then we got so we. There were civilizations that got worse yes. rather than better. Yeah, yeah. Islamic, being, being a good example. Ooh. No, there, spicy. There was an Islamic Golden Age, which is still oversold, as far as I know. Okay. But there was an Islamic Golden Age where they preserved. They were all about education and science and preserving books and shit like that. Like they preserved where other other people were burning the. Alexandria Library and all that sort of thing. They mm. were preserving books. I see, and that has somewhat flipped. Yes, a little bit. They're probably worse now than they ever were. Right. Um. Oh God, this is this is the one. That, this is the one that's going to get us well, cancelled.
0: Yeah, people would disagree with you saying, "Oh, is is people in the Islamic religion are bad or acting poorly?" But can they well, deny that they're acting worse than the Golden Age of Islam? I'm sure they can. Okay. Sure, they can. You're going to
1: find a apologist for everything aren't you okay so yeah to answer your question yeah humanity was predisposed to slavery okay maybe yeah if not the blacks it would have been somebody else okay yeah I guess Native Americans makes the most sense
0: it does but they were too busy killing them exterminating them yeah Yeah. Uh, uh, (laughs) you know what do you do eh that's just that's just not practical, is it? It's not. It's like what if you we, need yeah, new we slaves? could we could like spend all of our resources, all of our presumably limited resources, yeah. importing all of these people over from Africa. Yeah. What if the Northwest Passage doesn't pan out? Yeah. Then we need homegrown slaves. It's like shit, we've just killed all of these slaves. Now we have to go and like bring in some slaves. Yeah, yeah. These where, potential where, slaves. Where?
1: Where are we gonna go now? We can't go to the Russian Empire. We can't go to the Spanish Empire. <laughs> yeah. Where are we gonna? Uh, where, where are they Where are there no civilizations? Australia hasn't been discovered yet <laughs> hey that place but what still- do you do what do you do if, you, if you're looking for slaves <laughs> and Africa's a no-go generally. Do you, do you, if, hypothetically John, <laughs> if you were looking for a slave what would, like, who got, would you call you've got the Roman Empire you've got the Spanish Empire yeah you're like you know uh, it could be off with updates Like dates here like, I'm, I think Rome had fallen but <laughs> I don't know <laughs> but you know you've got yeah Spanish Empire yeah, the Aztec you've got- <laughs> Empire uh, you've got the um, the British Empire the Russian Empire you know the Ottoman Empire, yeah. uh, Constantinople, all that. Yeah, where do you go if if you if you can't import from uh, Africa? <laughs> where do you go for your slaves? Yeah, that might have been their only. South America. Well, did they know about South America? Yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. Okay, I
0: I think so. I think all that sort of stuff was discovered around. Okay. The same time. Yeah, that's interesting. Why Why not Mexico? Mexico's like right next door. Why Africa? I don't know. Was Mexico? There were people at the time Mexico, of slavery. Right?
1: Well, they were part of the Spanish Empire. Right.
0: Yeah. Oh, so Mexico's a no go then? Mexico's a no go. And then it became an independent nation. I see. Okay. Yeah,
1: I get cause Africa's it was just like they hadn't developed and so it was just when we are not um, Alright, who wants them? Like, we're not going towards anybody. Yeah. So you know. Just take just to- <laughs> <you> pick <a laughs> As mix. many as you like. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Well, we had not planned to talk about that at all. No. Um have you have you got anything? I got I got a couple of things. Go on, man.
0: Uh what the fuck's going on? Clarify. <laughs> so I've been noticing a trend recently. Mm. See if you also pick up on this trend, right? So we've got Cadbury chocolate orange buttons. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Cadbury chocolate orange fingers. Yeah. Cadbury orange twirl. Yeah. Cadbury uh, chocolate orange toblerone. Yeah. Chocolate orange wagon wheels. Yeah. Tesco chocolate orange bourbon biscuits. Mm-hmm. Galaxy orange truffles. Yeah. Cranberry and orange Jaffa cakes. Mm-hmm. Terry's chocolate orange with cranberry. Mm-hmm. Terry's white chocolate orange. Yeah. McVitie's blood orange biscuits Right What the fuck's going on Sam? They're all chocolate based McVitie's blood orange biscuits <laughs> Is it? Is it not um, Is the blood orange not chocolate? I think it's like a digestive They're not calling it digestives Right They're calling it VIBs Very important biscuits Yes Well done <laughs> uh, But they look like digestives Okay With like chocolate on the back Yeah Okay I guess your joke worked then <laughs> Okay, a lot of orange themed stuff. A things lot of orange themed stuff has popped up in the last couple of months. Trump? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, surely in support of him, right? Yeah. If you're gonna release a bunch of orange related shit. And like, oh Trump. Or oh, it's like you, you not gonna like Trump. Con- like devour him. <laughs> Consume Trump. Yeah. Um, well that could be taken one of two ways, couldn't it? Like take a seed in your mouth that's another way i suppose
1: <laughs> well, that's where my mind went what okay are you talking about
0: well consume trump as in like yeah eat trump trump will never hurt you again you've eaten him he's gone yeah or just you consume the, him. consume the words of absorb Trump. His information. absorb his <laughs> information yeah, yeah. yeah
1: okay i don't know what's going on to answer your question okay it's that's more than a coincidence right you 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 reeled off that list yeah what is that a list of i, I know it's a list of orange chocolatey stuff yes that have happened in the last... Within,
0: since May, basically. I know you, Cadbury Orange Twirl was last year, but it's going back on the market. Um, have you
1: researched all this?
0: Have you investigated? No, I noticed, I've noticed. i noticed all of this. But, I double-checked uh, to make sure that all of these have indeed come out within yes. the last couple of months, and they have. So you verified that? I verified that okay. information. As I say, the Twirl was last year. Yeah. But I think because of its success, it's back on the market. Right. So what the fuck's going on? This um, isn't a coincidence. Something is happening here. Why
1: is there a preponderance of orangey chocolatey stuff mm. I don't know Jordan why, why do you, what do you think you obviously I'm sure you've thought about it a lot well, <laughs> what well you it's think? all I've
0: been thinking yeah. about for <laughs> the past week um, I don't know what the fuck's going on but something is definitely going on do you have a problem with it no I love chocolate orange stuff okay this is like heaven for me also <laughs> I found out as well that they've um, they've recently they've started doing winter mint crisp dairy milk sure which is basically mint crisp dairy milk, which I love. Okay. And I've only able to I've only been able to get it by importing it. Okay. Because there was a shop in Bregen that did it. Mm. And then they stopped for some reason. So now it's like widely available again. Okay. But they've just introduced the the you have to wear a mask in door rule. Yes. So just as they've brought out Mint dairy milk chocolates, yeah. I can't go fucking get it because I don't have a mask. You're the only person in the world without a mask. Am I?
1: Everyone's got a mask. Do you have a mask? Yeah. I've got Can, loads. Can I borrow your mask?
0: No. <laughs> I want to go get. You called shared
1: masks. No, no, I'll, I'll have. I'll, Ma, isn't our mutual friend? I almost named him that. Our mutual friend
0: bringing you a mask today. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Oh there you go. I can go get some chocolate. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I love chocolate orange stuff, but this is excessive. We talk about chocolate a lot in this podcast as well. Well, I feel it's important. You know, <laughs> it's important to if if something is amiss. Yeah. If there's something that the chocolatiers know that we don't. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to know about it. Well, I, what is I, it about orange or the combination of chocolate and orange mm, that is suddenly like, we need to get this out there now? I
1: presume this is not at the expense of other chocolates being manufactured.
0: No, no, this is like new. It's additional. It's additional. I assume a lot of these are limited edition. They don't seem to be labeled as limited edition. Maybe it's one of those things just it's simply,
1: it just hadn't really occurred to them. As soon as they did one domino effect, okay oh yeah we can do chocolate er, orange everything now. but at
0: the same time yeah does that imply that there's like you know like espionage and like you know people like communicating within the chocolate world like they're leaking like Capri are about to do with chocolate orange you want to get on that top of their own
1: i'm sure that happens yeah i mean to like to deflate the joke oh yeah i'm sure there, <laughs> there is a kind of corporate esp- of course there is yeah whenever pepsi I, I'm, they're obsessed with coca-cola i'm sure yeah have you seen what coke is doing we need to roll out our version of that um, so yeah I'm sure that there is a competitive I mean none of them are going to beat Terry's chocolate orange anyway so I don't know why they're bothering
0: well are you interested in the chocolate orange with cranberry no are you interested in the white chocolate orange I don't even know what that means well it's a Terry's chocolate orange but it's white but it's white it's white chocolate it's made with white chocolate and milk. yeah that's not the right word but I, I can't that that picture I can't the taste. Taste. Yeah. What's, yeah what's the word for that I can't taste
1: I can't, ta- I can't taste the can't taste can't imagine the taste Imagine Again still imagine It's a cognitive thing isn't it it's Yeah the, Can't feel the taste What's the right Can't <laughs> t- taste the taste I can't taste the taste Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Another gap in language That I'm sure you'll be able okay. to Okay we, uh, we haven't We haven't had a Sam's Lexicon For we, weeks We haven't No that's true We're, we're long overdue For Sam's okay. Lexicor This was, doesn't have to be the one No Just gen- but It feels like that's a good one I can't something the taste Yeah Yeah Not tingle salivate can't salivate the taste because you there's there's a sensation right you get yeah. like a sensation like a almost like a uh, you know when you sit on your hand for too long and you feel like white noise in your hand yes like that on your tongue yes what's that when you taste something no no like like it's almost like pre-taste isn't it it's
1: is salivating isn't it yeah Yeah.
0: do you get that actually like yeah. if I find that when I'm like in the mood for something I can taste it not necessarily in the mood but if I'm about to
1: eat something that I'm anticipating Okay. That I'm anxious to eat, uh, then I kind of get memory. Uh, spit, yeah. Memory. That's sweat, that's spit, yeah. generally how I decide what I'm going to
0: eat today. It's
1: like <laughs> it's what it, you taste in the morning. Yeah. It's like your own. Um, what's the word? Oh, yeah. We're forgetting words all over there. <laughs> uh, where, all the the sensations are blended. Where you hear taste and you feel color.
0: Oh right, I know what you mean. What's
1: yeah. that? Oh, I don't fucking know. Right, keep talking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Eddie, come back. <laughs> Yeah, that's generally how. To, if I if I'm like you know I've woken up, and I've done my teeth, and I'm like you know I'm ah, I'm up and I'm ready for today. Mm. Mm, I can taste burger. I'm gonna have a burger today. Maybe you've got a tumor. Smell, taste—it's <laughs> synesthesia. I taste, it's synesthesia yeah. yeah, it's not as strong. Yeah, it's the it's the sort of yeah it's the memory of a taste. It's the impression of a taste. Well, taste it has the—it's the gap that a taste would fill. Yeah, yeah, that's what I get.
1: Taste is the best evoker of memory, isn't it? It's the most powerful sense
0: connected to memory. I thought smell was. No, it's taste. Oh, really? I think so. Okay. I yeah, I genuinely would have thought smell. It might be smell, because if you smell anything like, uh, cinnamony or minty, I'm like, oh, yeah. Christmas immediately. Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh uh, yeah, it is smell. It is smell. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, smell and taste are close so- bedfellows. Yeah, aren't close they? bedfellows. Yeah, yeah. Um, you taste because you can smell, right? Or can you smell yeah. because you can taste? I don't know. Okay, I, I think mean, if, I, I, you, your taste buds probably aren't activated. I when you're think I've heard that, like, if you're like downing a drink, yeah. Uh, this is what I was taught at university. Yes. If you hold your nose while you're downing a shot, yeah. you can't taste the shot. Oh yeah 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 yeah.
1: yeah. Maybe then. Maybe. Okay. But I, I'm sure that your your taste buds aren't doing any work
0: when you're smelling something. Yeah. So yeah. it's probably you can taste because you can smell. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So yeah, whatever you're up to, chocolate industry. Yeah. I'm onto you, but you're happy about it. I'm happy about it. You're but I'm suspicious. And you're like. Why aren't you rejoicing? Well, why? Why Why are they giving me exactly what I want, Sam? What um, do they know what, that I don't? You need to see a psychologist, I think.
1: Because
0: <laughs> I definitely... Do, do, sh- do, do they know how 2020 is going to end? And they're just like, right, let's just give him what he the wants. Treat. He deserves it. Given what Given what the, the horrors that lie ahead. I
1: have a similar thing where if things go well for me, I get suspicious. Okay,
0: well, this is my version this of is that. Your, <laughs>
1: it's your version. Just t- take it for... what Don't look a gift horse in the mouth, I would. Just
0: accept it. I'm accepting it. Yeah, but I want to know why. <laughs> is it You're wrong? Accepting it is with it conditions. wrong to not? Is it wrong to want to know why? Why th- there's all of a sudden a lot of orange stuff? Yeah. When you eat why it, orange? Why not? Why genuinely? Why is it taking us this long? What What were the Cadbury orange products preceding this? Uh, well, yeah, there was the twirl last year. Okay, and then a couple of years ago, they had those. Like, you can choose which flavor you want to keep. And it was coffee, raspberry right. shortcake, and orange shortbread. Okay, which was the best, mm-hmm. and it's gone. Okay, and no, because nobody like coffee won, right? Okay, that's the worst, right? Between I don't like taste of coffee, but I or, like between coffee. orange, raspberry, and coffee, yeah, coffee is the worst. It right? is, and well, I you, would say you you, you read it in the correct order. Yeah, and I yeah. would say it's the worst combination with chocolate as well. Yeah, like chocolate and raspberry is pretty good, mm-hmm. and chocolate and orange is great. Yeah. Like it's up there with mint and orange, mm-hmm. uh, mint and chocolate. I mean, and strawberry. Yeah, strawberries. Well, yeah. strawberries more your thing. Yeah, but yeah, mint and orange for me are like they're con- they're at constant war with each other okay. over which is the best. Okay, um I'm so wrapped up in thinking about going to get chocolate. <laughs> You're salivating. I forgot the my point. <laughs> what the fuck point am I making? Why it's happening. Oh, no, uh, coffee, yeah. Coffee. Yeah, coffee is the worst combination with chocolate, but it won somehow, yeah. yeah, and now nobody's buying the fucking thing. I don't even think they stock it anymore. Right. Well, I would
1: I would treat this as a novelty, as okay. it's not around, it's not here to stay. Okay. They're trialling it. Okay, the, the boring answer is probably, if there really weren't, because, yeah, I can't think of any Cadbury's orange chocolate products before this. Mm-hmm. The, the reality, probably, is that they have not figured it out okay. to a satisfying level. Right. Of like, yeah, we're not there yet. Trial and error. Mm. I mean, why would they roll out which one do you want to keep when they could just manufacture them all? Yeah. It's expensive, right? So they finally worked out how to do it properly. And so they're rolling it out and then just domino effect. Okay. Oh, we can now do this with it, this with it, this
0: with it. And That's they all figured it not. out at the same time? Well, one. Only or did did one, a man in a briefcase? Did a man in a briefcase like leave the formula on a bench one day, and then some <laughs> other guy showed up and took it to Toblerone, who then passed it on to Galaxy?
1: Well, only one had to figure it out, really,
0: right? Is that how it works in chocolate? Yeah. If one person knows, everyone knows. I'm sure that's the case. Just, in a just, lot of I don't industries. know why it's. I know it's 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 very silly. It's yeah. a very silly thing to find funny, but just the fact that the chocolate world is so like interconnected and there's like. You know, corporate espionage at play.
1: Why not? I mean, you know, and it makes money. Yeah. Any industry that's making money, there's going to be you know harsh competition.
0: Basically, just imagine like you know any Martin Scorsese gangster movie, but, but like chocolate. chocolate. Yeah. Willie Willy Wonka is like a capo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what that's what I'm imagining. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also, what sets are getting bigger? So anything orange, basically. Yeah. <laughs> that one I'm not imagining. Because I keep telling you that the moon is getting bigger, and you—it's not. Yeah, you call you. But I can see it getting bigger. You've got a tumor. I have not got a tumor. That moon is getting bigger. <laughs> okay. It's it's bigger in the sky. The sky is brighter at night Right. Where if there are no clouds in the sky, the the sky is much brighter than it used to okay. be, and you can see more fucking detail. If you say so. But this is my point. You right. keep saying. I keep saying. I keep telling you. I'm warning you. The moon is getting bigger. What do you, you want me keep, to do about it?
1: <laughs> acknowledge it. Why don't you write a letter to Cadbury's and, and I, I'm sure, genuinely, what well, the, the moon is getting bigger. No, the the the, the this chocolate conspiracy you've right. got. I'm sure someone would genuinely be happy to respond to you. You think? If you're just like, I've noticed you've rolled out a line of orange products. Yeah. Uh, can I ask why? Like now, what's happened? What's, yeah. They're not going to ignore you. Someone will answer. Okay. Send and them an
0: email. I could do that. And then I'll send one to Toblerone saying, "Oh Cadbury, provide me an answer." And yeah. I'd be like, "Fucking Cadbury!" They're always like, "I can, I can sow the seeds of doubts." Yes. In and dismantle creative force. Yeah, point. yeah. Dismantle the chocolate world from within. But you wouldn't want to do that. No, wouldn't I? Oh no, I wouldn't want. to You do like that. chocolate? No, but that no, but if they're at war with each other, we might get more interesting because they, yeah, things are playing their game. Yeah. And then you can send the lads to NASA, telling them the moon got bigger. Okay. <laughs>
1: See how they respond well, well, when I'm if bored. When I'm
0: bored with the chocolate <laughs> war I've started. Yeah. Oh, by the, the way, the, the lunar War commences. To go, are we gonna die soon? <laughs> um, maybe, maybe that's why. Yeah, maybe that's the connection. Well, the moon is getting bigger. Yeah. So the Earth is going to break up because it's either going to like make contact with the moon, or the <laughs> the moon's gravity is going to cause the tides to yeah. drown us all. Right. And NASA, for some reason, told the chocolate industry first, and they decided they would exclusively create chocolate that catered to me, as, or, as like you know, to distract me from the coming crisis.
1: Or maybe it's a kind of not even lunar psychology, but lunar kind of physics and chemistry. Where yeah, obviously the moon is responsible for the the, the tide. Hmm. Maybe it also it, it inflames a part of the cerebellum that is concerned with chocolate and its orange properties. <laughs> right, so maybe in fact the yes. moon's got bigger. Everyone's thinking, why is Why can't we have buttons that are orange? <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's what's happening. And Cadbury, there's a connection. Yeah,
0: the the, the Cadbury man that sits on the bench with like the with the baseball cap yeah. and the dark glasses is like chocolate orange, <laughs> chocolate it's, it's orange, Agent Orange. Space, yeah, I feel
1: like we are writing the sequel to Under the Silver Lake. Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Under the Orange Lake. Under the Orange, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Under the Chocolate Lake. I, I like that actually. Under, under the, the chocolate, chocolate Lake. Like what happens under the Chocolate Lake? Ooh. Come with me, and you'll be in a world of poor imagination. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, it is. It's the mafia. You, you, all those kids in Charlie and Chocolate Factory were getting whacked, weren't they? Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> who's who's gonna be? You know who's gonna succeed me when I pass? <laughs> Who are the umphalumpers? Or are they like uh, um, they'd just be your soldiers, wouldn't they? Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, there's no. Um yeah, it's just, yeah. It's, you've got like the, 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 the capo.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's Willy really Wonka.
0: And then you've got like his men. Yeah. And then underneath those men, you have the soldiers. Y- yeah, the associates. And that's what they would be Slagworth
1: would be as consigliere Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I quite like
1: this. Chocolate walls, yeah. Yeah. But like styled as a mafia thing. Yeah. Because they're all fat as well, so it's just going to work.
0: Oh, it's all just fitting <laughs> together too <laughs> perfectly. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: I guess it'd be a throwaway thing really but I feel like it has to be brought up on this podcast uh, Trump's been nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize
0: oh uh, yes okay <laughs> uh, orange again orange. We're sticking with the it's orange all stuff. orange
1: yeah would he be uh, uh, he negotiated uh, partial peace in the Middle East and they are orange oh <laughs> oh no <laughs> it had to be done at okay. least he
0: didn't say they would chocolate that would have uh, no I, I,
1: I didn't you that, that did. would have started
0: a firestorm yes um fire is orange fire is orange yeah. oh god what what <laughs> well, doesn't no. work <laughs> um good for trump yeah well why not well definitely good for trump isn't it oh it's great for trump yeah yeah for, okay not good for trump good for people it's good for for the for israel yes i'm talking about the american people because they're, uh, the like yeah, they're the only people as well yeah they're the only people that matter i doubt it yeah i doubt it yeah um he deserves it. Do you think this will have any influence on whether he wins or loses noble priest, uh, noble Priest? Prize? noble priesthood? <laughs> yeah. um, do you think this will have any influence on the election? Just his nomination. So does, are we going to find out whether he's won it or not before the election? I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, maybe.
1: Just the nomination would be. Um,
0: mm.
1: Oh, I guess he's doing something right.
0: Yeah. Um, or why the oh fuck they're only nominating Trump because he's you know. Yeah, he's the president. He's literally the patriarchy. But Obama won a Nobel Prize. Yeah, for well, nothing. <laughs> Genuinely for nothing. Right. Oh, I'm also saying
1: like as far as my political thing. Oh, he didn't. He didn't do anything. Genuinely did nothing. Okay. Was black became president. Did not you won say as well
0: that he like before that um, during his his acceptance speech he was like okay I guess... yeah I don't really understand why you've done this yeah
1: yeah because he. It was as simple as he was black and I get they saw it as like a civil rights thing. But in terms of what he had personally done, nothing.
0: Okay.
1: He was a lawyer, I think, and then he became president. I see. But you don't, that's not what you win a Nobel Prize for. You win a Nobel Peace Prize for promoting peace and doing something substan- which, substantive. Which he's done. Towards it. Which Trump has done. Yeah. yeah. Domino effect. I think Saudi Arabia's already, we're starting Israel into its airspace now. Right. You okay. Know, uh, which is what they thought would happen is other Middle Eastern countries would follow suit. mm I think they just kind of, I don't know, but imagine it's just fatigue at this point. Like, oh, Israel's not going anywhere. Yeah. We might as well make our peace with it. Mm. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't it be great if that happened? Yeah. No more need for
0: us to be in the Middle East whatsoever. How do you think it's going to last? this Peace deal? <sighs> not forever. But... Not forever, but like, do you think it's going to last for the time being? Yeah. You don't think within the next couple of months it's all going to break down again? No. Okay. Because you do know that like, if this peace deal breaks up like 80 years from now, mm. it'll still be Trump's fault. Oh, of
1: course. Why didn't Trump broker a peace deal that was going to last? That's interesting. How long is Trump going to get the rap yeah. for things going wrong in America? And in the next 10 years certainly. It's well, it's it's a consequence of things he put into effect. Exactly.
0: Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 You know, whatever. Whoever the next president it is, I think even if he's another um, Republican president, mm. nothing he does will be wrong. Because it's all Trump's fault.
1: Oh, no. If it's Republican, it'll be his fault.
0: No, I think I think people hate Trump that much.
1: I don't think so. I, I genuinely do. They hate him, obviously. But I, I think if another Republican president gets in, it'll just become his fault. Or her okay. fault. Okay. No, um, I
0: think people will still hate Trump. I think they'll t- still...
1: Attribute yeah, they'll still Trump. hate Trump. But I, I don't think you get the... Bl- they hate Republicans,
0: so... I know they hate Republicans, but I think Trump... I <laughs> think the hatred for Trump is such... Right. ...that people would blame him. Or they would say like, oh, well, this was a Trump policy.
1: I don't think so. No? Nah, I think it, it, uh, there's they always need a new person to hate, don't they? Okay. And so when he goes, if it's another Republican, it'll, it'll just be that person then. Right. Or oh, I'll hate this guy now, you know? Mm. Yeah, good for Trump. Read about what he's done. Actually read about what's happened. Mm. And then decide
0: whether you think he deserves it or not. Okay. Do you? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you? I don't know what he's done. Okay. You, you've told me what he's done. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know the minutia of it. Well, okay,
1: the macro of it is. I don't know the minutia of it, like the, but the macro. Okay, of the it, macro. I, I, yeah. d- I
0: don't know the details. Yeah, 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 I was trying to sound intelligent. Okay. <laughs> he, before he, we are doing a podcast. He brokered
1: a kind of a peace and trade deal between the United Arab Emirates and Israel. Okay. And that has now created a domino effect where other Middle Eastern countries are jumping on board. Right. So it might create a kind of peace in the Middle East. Okay. It won't last forever. No, no. Um there's always going to be some
0: Yeah, and there's no guarantee that everyone will agree with no, it. No, but
1: it's it's barely fathomable, you know, in the context of because let's face it it's a shit show all that. Yes. So the fact that something's happened that's optimistic. It's not things aren't just getting worse all the time, hmm. which is which is what the world has kind of felt like for the past Yeah, few definitely. Years. Nothing ever gets better, it just gets worse. Yeah, yeah. And that everything. Yeah. Uh it's, it's good that it's, that has changed <laughs> it looks
0: like a light a, a light a, a, a small yeah. beacon
1: of hope yeah from Trump of all people from Trump so good okay I had a paramedic here the other day oh okay um I, I you okay well no I mean yes now but okay. no, it was it was for me I woke up and was shaking violently as right. if I was like been bitten and was like infection was setting in kind of thing right for about an hour like that okay so I, th- I thought, thought it warranted a paramedic mm. um, the same thing happened that always happens he came did all of it like blood pressure perfect everything perfect mm. the, the annoying thing is right because I don't want to like go on about it but I've been like unwell for like two years basically mm. and it, something's been wrong but whenever I get tested for anything not only is it you're fine it's your ideal so like I'm a, right. like, quite a big guy Yeah And he took my heart pressure <laughs> everything, And my blood pressure rather And uh, my heart beat mm. And in the time he was here He said The rate at which your heartbeat Is settled Is that of an athlete
0: <laughs> <laughs> So It's quite annoying God that must be Depressing for athletes Mustn't it <laughs> Exactly the amount, of, the amount of effort yeah. They've put in yeah. And then here's you, you yeah, Surrounded by Pizza boxes And yeah. Chinese containers And yeah. like ham sandwiches partially eaten ham sandwiches I haven't had a pizza in a very long time okay or Chinese do you know come to think of it neither have I Chinese I have recently okay pizza I haven't we should I get have, pizza we should get I have sandwiches all the time
1: but yeah we should get pizza yeah Um. but anyway yeah so it was a very typical thing but it was like very early in the mo- morning and uh, so oh, a, we- a weird thing but when I woke as I woke up do you ever get those things where you kind of wake up but you're still sort of dreaming so you kind of hear the end of a dream as you're sort of awake yes yeah
0: yeah, I have one. Of those. I'm useless for like the first twenty minutes after I've woken up because I'm still kind of yeah. asleep. Yeah, basically.
1: I don't know what 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 the hell kind of dream I was having. Right, I get quite vivid, horrific dreams. Okay, and um, it's kind of night terrors, but I don't like attack myself or mm. And I think it was like a weird, ghostly kind of thing, and it's about something called someone called Mary, right? And okay. Ma- Mary had died, right? And I don't know what was going on, but as I woke up, I heard this voice kind of like some, something about Mary. And then in my ear, a voice sounding exactly like this: "She's still with you." <laughs> right, quite terrifying. Yeah, a little bit. And yeah, freaked me out. That freaked, because I was shaking as well. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, that's just a bit of detail. So maybe maybe,
0: maybe there's some credibility to this medium business. Well, I've got the gift. Yeah, but I don't know. i called Mary. I mean, I don't, you, th- you don't have thing to do think
1: about still. Is that she's. She's been with me,
0: yeah, and she's still with me. Well, maybe th- this message wasn't for you. Maybe it's for sorry, Don't sorry. do that. <laughs> Sam just like looked off to the side and jumps as though someone was there.
1: <laughs> ah, sorry. Um, That's yeah. gonna come back to bite me one day because oh, yeah. I'm gonna laugh and then there's actually gonna be something. Weird.
0: Yeah. Don't worry. Um,
1: Why are you laughing? Yeah, I'm still with you. <laughs>
0: Um, but yeah, maybe the message is for, I don't know, Jennifer, Mary's daughter or something. I don't know Jennifer either. Well, find one. Find a Jennifer. Do you Mary?
1: Yeah, okay, she's still with you.
0: Um, <laughs> well, yeah, she's there. She's there. <laughs> Wait, <where? laughs> <laughs> the, that how mediumship works? Do oh. you have to know the person of, uh, through which... No. You, do you have to know the person to get a message or can you just get random messages? So according to mediums... Yes. Um, media... Technically, we talked about that
1: before. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you can. It can be anybody. I mean, that's the whole idea, right? Is that you get a family member and then you communicate with their loved one, yeah. the deceased loved one. So that happened, and then the paramedic was here and he he, he stitched me up. And <laughs> so he said, I was kind of laughing politely at things he was saying, and he was talking about coronavirus. And he said, Oh, you got to wear like these big hazmat suits and like the mask and everything. You know, he sweat like a pig. I went, ha, 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 you know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, especially when you're resuscitating someone. <laughs> As, ah, uh,
2: oh, what okay. a lad!
1: Yeah, <laughs> but he didn't like. He didn't do it for that reason. Okay, I like. I acted that out a bit, but I laughed, and then he said, "Yeah, when, especially when you're resuscitating people." He said, "Because you know that's quite hard work anyway, usually, but now especially." I was <laughs> like, oh yeah, must must be hard.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: so I want to throw that anecdote in.
0: Okay. Uh, um. Yeah. What, what is the most not terrifying. I don't want to railroad you too much with your answer. Right. What's the most interesting experience you've had with like a dream or like a non-dream? So moments like that where you've kind of woken up and you're still dreaming or, you know, uh, I, I think you've been partial to night terrors in the past. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah.
1: Most interesting experience.
0: Or the most memorable one, I suppose. An experience where you think, oh yeah, that was, that happened to me. That was weird.
1: I've I've had one recurring dream in my life. And that is I'm, si- I'm, I'm a, a toddler. I'm in my auntie's house. And there's a parade going on outside, kind of street carnival. Hmm. And then a clown walks into the house and okay. stands in the passageway and looks at me. Right. And I look at it. Yeah. But not it. It's not it. No. But I, I look at the clown and then the clown just starts crying. Oh my God, the day the clown cried. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but not like, yeah, not a scary clown. It's just a clown. Right. But it comes in and it starts going, like sobbing. And it, it's really upsetting. Like, okay. you know, it's... It, it's kind of it's kind of scary because it's yeah. a clown crying, yeah, and, I, yeah. and I start crying and I wake up and I had that dream for years, right? Uh, but that's the only recurring one I've had. Uh, I've dreamt that like um, relatives of people I've known have died, and woken up really thinking that I've been given some sort of message, okay? Like a certainty mm. that person's going to die. I know it. Oh, I don't know. That's a, that's a difficult one. like I said I get when I was on a certain medication, all my dreams were like I was very drunk and, like, stodging through treacle and losing all sense of time and not knowing where I was and just trying to control my body mm. and not being able to and feeling like everything had been lost. Right. Like, you've got... Your your identity is gone now. You are just this drunk thing. You know, like, the first time you take acid and you think it's going to last forever? Mm. That. Okay. I have dreams like that a lot. Okay. I don't know. What about you? What's your most interesting...
0: I think I've got a couple. The one mm. that always sticks with me, I must have been, like... I think it was, like, five or six... I don't think I've told this anecdote On the podcast mm. Or if I have I think it was like Back when we were recording On the phone Was it monkey? You're the monkey right? Oh yeah, yeah. No it's not the monkey <laughs> Okay No he was there with, When I was awake He never He never, <laughs> he, never he never entered my dreams Thankfully Yeah But uh, I think that's because I never disturbed him I okay. just left him You're On left that him high on shelf mark Where Hall. he could Terrify me yeah. All through my childhoods. Yeah and if I left him alone, he wouldn't, like, invade my nightmares. And he didn't. It's like the eyes of, is it T.J. Eckelberg, the the optometrist in The Great Gatsby? Oh, yeah. The Just constantly watching. Overall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, like, five or six. I woke up after having, like, a particularly um, bad dream. Mm-hmm. And I was upset. And I was still young enough that it was, like, a feasible option to go into my parents' room and kind of sleep in their bed with them. Mm-hmm. Um did you ever do that? Did you ever like wake up after a bad dream and go sleep in your parents' bed with them? My
1: parents broke up when I was seven, so I can't remember. Okay. really,
0: if I, I, probably, but you're familiar with the concept at the very least. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I went to go and do that, mm-hmm. and then as I, because I was in like this, it was basically a square room. It was a very small room, the room that I was in at the time, mm-hmm. uh, and then I had my, I was on like a like a bunk bed, or a what's it called when there's no like bed underneath it. Just a A cabin bed. bed, Yeah, Yeah, I was on a cabin bed, and opposite me was a wardrobe. Mm -hmm. And as I went to get out of the bed, I put my feet on the top rung of the ladder, Mm -hmm. and this dog emerged from the wardrobe. Right. And it didn't. It didn't like open the door. It just sort of like materialized out from the wardrobe. Mm -hmm. But it was a shadow. Right. But it was a three. It was a dog. It was like a three dimensional dog mm-hmm. it just didn't have any detail to it mm-hmm. and it was almost transparent like a shadow mm-hmm. and it just started wandering about the room right and then two more dogs joined it one came from under the bed and i think one came through the window right and they just started like wondering about the room completely unconcerned with me they mm-hmm. were just mingling about not interacting with each other either. Yeah. so i went to so i like i just went okay i'm i'm seeing things right this isn't really happening so it started to go further down the ladder and the dog just lunged for the ladder. Right. So I just couldn't... Fuck, get back in the bed. Yeah, yeah. So I got back in the bed. And then, again, they just went back to milling around the room. Mm-hmm. And then they went back to their respective places. They went back in the wardrobe, back under the bed, back out the window. Mm. Never saw them again. Right. The moment they were gone, I just ran for my parents' room. <laughs> okay. But that's it. I've never had any experience like that, where I've, like, woken up and seen something. Mm. And I know it wasn't sleep paralysis, because I could move about. Because you can move. Yeah.
1: It's probably you are in that hinterland, weren't you, between sleep and not
0: it must have been yeah it's the fact that I had full artic- yeah full awareness and full articulation like it wasn't just that I could move about it's How that old I you? was aware like How old you? I was aware of what I was doing yeah and like right I was like almost strategizing like yeah, yeah, right yeah. I have to go back to bed now um I want to say like five maybe okay
1: is it a false memory it
0: can't be as in like, it, had... it was
1: a dream that you've that it's become a memory to you
0: it can't be because I remember I, I remember, like going. But, I remember remembering going straight into my parents' room, and but, they acknowledged that I was like the following morning. They acknowledged I came in. But there. there are
1: things that I experienced around that age mm. that I don't know whether I made up at the time to other people. Yeah, um, and I genuinely can't separate it in my memory. I
0: don't think I had the imagination when I was five to come up with. We'd be like surprised.
1: That. Be surprised. I mean, I when my father's mother passed away. I think I was six or seven. I was in my room, right? And my room at the time, it was like full ceiling mirrors. Mm. And I looked in the mirror and she was sitting next to me on the bed, right?
0: Mm.
1: And then I, but like not, you know, behind, like behind me in the mirror's perspective. Yeah. I turned to talk to her and I can't remember what was said. Or I wasn't scared. Mm. And then I went and told my dad about it. I don't know whether I made that up and told my dad because I wanted him to feel better mm. or I'd like seen my or whether it actually happened. Okay. I honestly don't know. Mm. Cuz I've had a few things like that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean sleep paralysis. Again, a result of the medication I was on when I was having those sorts of dreams, that came with sleep paralysis as well. Mm. So if I fell asleep and woke up earlier than my body wanted to, if you yeah. know what I mean, I would suffer with sleep paralysis. That's how it
0: works, right? Your mind Wakes up before your body does That's why you get sleep yeah, paralysis Yeah but I think It was
1: definitely I never had it before <clears throat> I was on that medication And I was getting it You know frequently Like yeah. every day basically Okay uh, That's not nice
0: It really was I'm, it, I'm I'm so glad Yeah That I've never had sleep paralysis
1: Well re- only once or twice Were there other things there hmm. um, But normally it wasn't It was just you wake up And you can't move Yeah And especially when I knew what it was Like oh it's going to pass in a second it was more like, so I'd often sleep on the couch, right? And my couch faces, uh, if you're sleeping on it, you're facing an open doorway. Yeah. When it would happen there, I would, my eyes would fixate on the aperture. Yeah. And thinking like, right, if you're going to see something, it's going to be there. And the terror of maybe seeing something would would set in, hmm. but really did actually anything. It was just like, right, fucking hurry up, hurry yeah. up, and then you'd move. But yeah, a couple of times. Once I was in my bed and the bed moved around the room and went downstairs. Right. And the girl from the ring just like approached me. Ah, That fucking freaked me out. (laughs) Um, But now I'm thinking about it. I think the most vivid dream that springs to mind, it was a night terror. I was with a group of friends. I think you you were part of it. And we were looking to buy tickets to a concert. Okay. That was incidental. And there was a guy in the area that was a pedophile. Okay. Right? and we saw this guy talking to a young girl right and clearly trying to like mm. pull her away and she wasn't having any of it so we run over get him to the ground and then you one of you is phoning the police and I'm trying to hold the guy down one hand on his arm and one hand like well, I'm sitting on him basically mm-hmm. and, but he's got one hand free right yeah so what happens is he keeps materializing little razor blades from nowhere just has them like wherever he you know and because I've got to keep like both arms on him I've got to keep batting them away okay but sometimes I'm not doing it fast enough and that culminates with me tr- struggling to c- contain him and he get- withdraws one and just slices across my stomach with a razor blade All right, and I woke up dragging my nail across my stomach oh no so that's probably the most vivid dream yeah, I've ever had
0: yeah that's, that's not pleasant oh
1: <laughs> <Well, laughs> like, yeah I, my not, mind is not a good place to be not pleasant
0: at all yeah no. Yeah, I've had, like... I know I've told you about this in the past. Again, don't know if it's been brought up on the podcast. But, like, as I've got... When I got older, mm-hmm. I don't have recurring dreams. Oh, no, I do have one. I, I still have the... Um, I'm about to go through my exams and I haven't revised. Never had that. I keep having that. And I've that's, like, a very had... recent thing as well.
1: I've never had the cliché dreams. I've never had the, uh, you're naked in public thing or... Yeah, I
0: don't think I've had that. Yeah.
1: Oh, and teeth as well. Teeth falling out. Never I have that. that very often. I've had... <laughs> Um, producing poop out my mouth oh right I've had that a lot is that common? uh, like I don't know okay but that's like the closest to the teeth thing I guess it's like uncontrollable thing in your mouth
0: yeah
1: Uh, but never had the teeth falling out I've never had you've got to go on
0: stage and you don't know what to say Hmm. never had anything like that Um, I can sort of see the connection with the teeth because my teeth aren't in the best right condition I've had problems with my teeth over the past couple of years so I can see how that enters my dreams but like the not being prepared for an exam hmm like I'm well past all that now I don't know why it's, that's I don't, literally exams is it it's no, a I older know. idea but it's always in school it's not university it's yeah, not yeah. like it's always we're back in um, the gym yeah we're back in the school that yeah. we went to we're back in the same rooms we're around the same people yeah I'm doing the same subjects mm-hmm. and I haven't revised for them
1: it's probably it's your only exam experience isn't it
0: Um, outside of uh, like piano exams and stuff yeah. like that yeah it's probably what then you're probably. drawing on that aren't you yeah um, I mean I, d-
1: I don't I'm a bit aware, like people talking about their dreams usually is like a, for me
0: uh, so I, I hope we're not boring the audience no I but, hope not because
1: it's, it's so subjective like who cares
0: yeah but um, I will say the, the recurring idea though that I, like I have a recurring moment in my dreams and I mm. think this is interesting because it's usually when the dream is becoming absurd right. or if there are details that don't make sense mm. like right I'm talking to this person that I haven't seen for years mm. or you know something like untoward is happening like, like an apocalyptic event is happening mm-hmm. there's always that moment where I, where I go like in the dream I stop and go right I, I, am I dreaming right now mm-hmm. and always without fail the question is no the answer the answer yeah. <laughs> is no yeah. I am not dreaming this is actually happening right every single time okay I find that strange I don't know what that that is that's weird.
1: about have you ever had a lucid dream
0: no because surely that's like the step to a lucid dream, right? What's the opposite? Yeah, except the answer is yes, i mean, Yeah, I'm yeah, but it's the same scenario. We go, right, am I dreaming right now? Yeah, I am. Oh, I'm aware. Yeah. No, this is a lucid dream now. I've
1: had one. Okay. But it, was, it wasn't very powerful. It was annoying. It was like, it, I was in an abandoned school. Yeah. A group of people kind of walked past and then I realised I was in a dream. I was like, oh shit, it's fucking happening. Yeah. And then I was like, I was making things like rulers and, and stationary materialize, Right. Preparing for the... Uh, the fact that I was then going to make the girl I fancied materialize. All right. Of course. That's where you're going to go, right? I was like, okay, that's next. Just like do these little things. Yeah, but I, but I, have
0: to, I have to make sure I have the necessary paperwork first Not before probably. she turns it,
1: up. It was literally just like, right, m- make sure that this is happening. Okay. And I was like, okay, ruler. And it'd be there.
0: Yeah.
1: And then, but as soon as I got to like that bit, um, okay, and I focus on that, I woke up. Right. So annoying. It's I like don't a- have sex dreams. Do you not? No, I
0: don't have sex dreams. Okay, I have, but they're rare. Okay, they're very rare. Uh, I seem to be a more vanilla dreamer than you, <laughs> with the because with I have the I have the typical dreams, With the exception yeah. of that, am I in a dream? No, because mm. that's like that's just my brain trolling me, right? Because if you're not gonna if I'm not gonna have a lucid dream, yeah, why would I present myself with the option? Why would my brain present myself with the option <laughs> of having a lucid dream? And then like, that's take it away from it? me. Just, it's just part of the dream is that you think you're in a dream, but it's so common and I'm aware of it yeah my my, my awake self mm. is aware that that's a thing that happens so how am I not able to carry that information into the dream that's just not how it works I don't it? know I just would have thought the frequency within which, with which it happens yeah my brain would go oh this is this is, this is a thing that keeps that's happening that's not how it works though is it is it not no because every dream you'd know you
1: were dreaming if you knew what a dream was then you'd know you the character of a dream is that you think it's real yeah that's what it is yeah so i don't think oh i've taken a in
0: new information
1: oh well it's not inception
0: yeah um Why you they- can
1: train yourself to lucid dream and yeah, stuff like that that's the so- thing i
0: haven't trained myself to lucid dream but i seem to be constantly one step away and yet I'm, <laughs> i am being so. denied
1: the privilege i just think it's part of it i don't think it's like your brain saying do you want to know this is a dream and you're saying "Nah." right I'd, i i'd rather just like assume this is real yeah it's just part of your dream. I don't. I don't think it's like the 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 door slightly getting ajar. Yeah, I don't think that's what it
0: is. Why is that? I'm sure science has explained it, but why do we? Why are we convinced that our dreams are real? Why do we not know that the dream is fake?
1: But what? what you, I don't know
0: how to answer that. Well, you say that like yeah. the the basis of a dream is that you know it's mm. you know it. You think it's real. Mm-hmm. Why is that the case? Why do we think our dreams are real?
1: The, there's no why, is there? It's just like the part of the brain that is dealing with that doesn't have that in it. It doesn't have a comprehension of its unreality in it.
0: Right. Right? Well, I mean, you've got like, for example, is it like your brain, the reason you have sleep paralysis because when you're asleep, your brain locks down your muscles so you can't mm-hmm. move, right? Mm-hmm. That's why you when you wake up... Well, I don't know. I don't know. No, why. I think you I think you do, you
1: do move when you sleep.
0: A honestly. little bit, yeah. yeah but it's it, it, to make sure that you don't act out the dream, mm-hmm. I think. It's so that, you know... You don't. Your legs don't move, and you don't. People mm-hmm. do sleepwalk, obviously, mm-hmm. but that's because that process has failed.
1: Well, it's all different, isn't it? It's all. I'm sure there's. You know, it's it's a um, not psychological. It's a it's a cerebral thing, isn't it? There, there. I don't think it's like it's just because it wants you to stay there, and something's fucked up, and you've woken up now. It's you know. So there's more going on. Than yeah. That. It's you know. but
0: it's interesting that the um, the solution is like okay, you're going to think your dreams are real, but we're going to take your body out of condition so you don't act out, the, act out those dreams. Right. Rather than, are you going to be aware that this isn't real? So you're not going to have any compulsion to act out these dreams. Right. What? Yeah, I mean, we're talking about like, we're not talking about like a designed system no. here. Yeah. This hasn't been workshop. This is just the cards that we've been dealt. No, yeah, But it's interesting that that's the case. That, it's, interesting, that it's interesting that we think that our dreams are real when we're in the dream rather right. than... Okay, I know this is a dream. Mm-hmm. I know this isn't real. There's no consequence here. There's no need to carry out mm-hmm. my like when you said that you woke up and you were dragging a nail across your chest because you were being sliced open yeah. in a dream. Like if you knew that dream was fake, would you? Would your body do that? Because it would know that this isn't real.
1: Well, th- knowing that a dream is fake means that you're conscious mm. and you're you're unconscious when you're dreaming. Yeah. So they, the two just the twain shall never meet. Except I guess in a lucid dreaming, whatever's going on there. Yeah. But yeah, that's why, isn't it? It's because dreaming is, is an unconscious activity. Yeah.
0: Answer that one. <laughs> Dreams are weird. Dreams are weird. Yeah. Um, uh, did you know that most people used to dream in black and white? No. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I thought I thought that was an interesting fact. Okay. People used to dream in black and white, and then after the advent of colour television, yeah. most people started to dream in colour.
1: So there, it suggests a distinct connection between dream and film. Yes. Yes. Well, film has been called the ribbon of dreams. It has. Films are meant to represent what a dream feels like because mm. in real life, there are no cuts. And yeah. in dreams, there are. Mm. Uh, so yeah, film is the closest art form to replicating the sensation of a dream. Okay. Yeah, that is interesting.
0: Because the I, I well, think- what, Kind of bizarre though. Well, yeah. But I think the most interesting thing about that is that we see the world in colour. Exactly, yeah. And, yeah. Yet, or, and yet our dreams were in black and white. Which is what suggests that they are- yeah there's so there a relationship a symbiotic yeah, relationship exactly yeah yeah that's that's cool yeah I guess that's that yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no that, that was yeah that was one of the fir- like that was one of those things where I was like it's the first thing I've heard in a while that has made me go oh wow that's, that's really cool <laughs> other than everything's orange <laughs> everything's yeah. orange but no that's like a genuine fact as like a genuine fact mm. it's like oh shit that's really interesting I'd like to know more about that do you seek out interesting facts or interesting things not really
1: no that's why then okay <laughs> I feel like you could have that experience
0: most days if you went looking okay but that is pretty interesting though right it is, it as far is, as interesting, it is interesting things go that's definitely up there it is it's interesting <laughs> yeah it's definitely up there with yeah. things that are interesting yes it is
1: yeah I wouldn't say it's one of the most interesting things
0: ever that I've heard in a while not ever that, that we yes okay yeah you gotta bear in mind how few stimuli are thrown my way on a, any given basis
1: but you, you, they shouldn't be thrown your way you should pursue them okay
0: read a book <laughs> <laughs> I can't I'm too busy <laughs> you're not busy but, I am I'm playing Persona 5 at the moment do you know what that is it's a video game yeah I got that much it's 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 very thorough that sounds boring. <laughs> it's a very thorough video game. I'm like twenty five hours in. I don't even think I'm a quarter of the way through it yet. That's not thorough, is it? That's just that's dense. It, well, okay, dense. Yeah, it's a dense game. Okay, what's it about? Well, it's a JRPG. It's a Japanese RPG. All oh, right, Japanese role playing game. Okay, how many do I need, How many words did you need to know? I knew RPG. Okay, all right. What
1: well, rocket propelled grenade? Right.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they sell those yeah. uh, for PS4, Xbox yes. One, all those. Um, yeah, which I, I usually avoid those like the plague because I like video games. Don't like Japs. Can I explain the game, please? <laughs> if you want, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I usually avoid those like the plague because like with when it comes to me, like the video games I like are the types of games where it's like, right, there's some framing to this. There's some sort of framing device and story to this, right. but here's your primary gameplay loop mm-hmm. and here's like x hours of content mm. and just go right enjoy yourself it's mm-hmm. so like super meat boy doom eternal sometimes sonic games like games right. like that where it's like we have a little bit of a story mm-hmm. th- for you if you want but it's mainly just here is the gameplay go play the game yeah i don't like jrpgs because to me it's just a lot of faffing about okay because it because rpgs are typically very story driven anyway mm-hmm. and japanese rpgs in particular right like notorious for faffing about mm-hmm. and the problem with faffing about is I don't feel like I'm accomplishing anything mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going anywhere you mm-hmm. know it's just like oh you can go and you can do the story mission or you can go and meet Jeremy for a coffee and then go to the movies and like I don't I just yeah, no,
1: I just want to play the game I hate RPGs yeah I
0: hate it, it's just like a complete
1: sublimation and just sacrifice of your life it's not like, I don't want I don't, ha- don't want to be a person in a video like give me a story and a thing to do.
0: Yeah. Like, it's not Mamorpica bad. I think they're the worst. They're like, they're World of Warcraft. Like, massive Massive, multiplayer online RPGs where it is literally just, just grind. Yeah. Just do the raids, do the battles, just keep grinding up your levels so that you'll you'll become more proficient at leveling up. Yeah, I mean... It is, that is, it's literally just a black hole of the yeah. more you play it the better you get at playing it so you have to keep playing it mm-hmm. and by continuing to play it you get better Play it just keeps going and going there's no end to it what's Super Meat
1: Boy That that's is that the one I've played um, no are you thinking of Thumper no Thumper's the one where you've, you've got to remember the pattern right
0: yeah it's a rhythm game yeah yeah
1: no not that Um, the one that's like it's got all it's like noir and it's got 40s noir jazz music over it and it's just like a platform Cuphead. game Cuphead you're thinking of Cuphead Cuphead um, that's another one where it's like here's your primary game yeah. play loop go see there are I like there are games like that that I like yeah um innovative stuff like that and I, I, I do sometimes like experiential games but my thing as you know is open world I like having a, a story a solid story yeah um but you can travel and and there are other things to complete yes but there there it is finite
0: you, yes you will a
1: hundred percent it yeah. within a week if you
0: want to okay I think that's why persona 5 is working for me right. Because like the reason I bought it is because just the style of it. I think mm-hmm. it's just a it's a gorgeous looking game because mm-hmm. it's got like sort of it's got this sort of comic booky manga cell shaded aesthetic to it. Mm-hmm. So it's very like bright and colorful and like you know comic booky and in your face. Mm-hmm. But also the music, it's sort of like this sort of uh, rock jazz mm-hmm. fusion thing they've got going on. Right. So just the style and like. Looking at him like Oh that's really appealing to me mm-hmm. I'll give it a go Because I keep coming back To the soundtrack And listening to the soundtrack And I keep looking at Like the animation of it Right And it's all very appealing to me So I'll give it a go Right But the thing I like about Persona 5 is It's sort of When I said it was very thorough Yeah What I meant was Everything feels like It's connected Okay So by sort of Because exp- He's a good man And thorough Go on What's that? It's a big a reference Oh god I thought that was Silence of the Lambs that is the voice I did. Okay, because we watched Silence of the Lambs recently. Did you? Yeah. So I was like, okay. if he's doing a fucking Silence of the Lambs <laughs> reference, <laughs> I did think I
1: was thinking about Anthony Hopkins
0: earlier. Oh no! <laughs> and I was thinking about that about how these maybe that's what it is. Maybe maybe say. the chocolate thing is an espionage. It's just they all just randomly. It's thought coincidence. Of, it yeah. is literally yeah. They
1: all just thought it, it's of orange. The lockdown
0: pattern. Yeah. Lockdown deja vu. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lockdown boo. <laughs> lockdown boo. Uh, but yeah, like. If I explain one thing, Mm. I feel compelled or I feel it necessary to explain another thing to give you context. Mm. So everything does feel like it's connected, which is nice. Because one of my problems with Fallout 4 is it felt like there was just stuff. Mm -hmm. It didn't feel like anything was connected. I could just do the story. I could just live on this farm for an infinite amount of time. And I'd be playing the game correctly.
1: But and there, but there are things that you that you can miss as well. Like you are you yeah. are denied of certain experiences because you played a certain way. Yes, exactly. And I don't like that. No. If you play, if you you know, what's the, if you play a game and you're beating it, yeah. you know, you're completing the missions. There's nothing that should be that you shouldn't experience. You should get to experience the full yeah. breadth of you know yeah exactly. Um, the only thing I can think of as far as open world games go is you can get like alternate endings to GTA but as soon as you do that the others are options for you to just play mm. that's good
0: Yeah, I like that yeah yeah yeah
1: but like I mean, yeah Fallout 3 I played and I did really like it but I liked it for its aesthetic and mm. but the fact that you can go and do things that you're not ready
0: for yet and the game won't tell
1: you you're not ready for it
0: yeah it's like where am I supposed to go then I don't know where <laughs> I'm supposed to go Persona 5 does sort of have the opposite problem where it doesn't leave you the fuck alone yeah when it does leave me alone I'm really into it I mm. find it quite absorbing but, like, I think it's genuinely, like, two hours before it stops shoving tutorials in your face. Right. It takes a... That's the other problem with RPGs is they take so long mm-hmm. to get into. As I say, I'm 25 hours in. I was 10 hours in, mm-hmm. but I got a game over, and I had to restart the whole thing. So right. I lost 10 hours of gameplay because... And this is sort of what I find interesting about Persona 5. You're always on a time limit. Mm-hmm. So the story is you are a you play as like a high school student who's moved to a new school in a new city because you uh, are on probation Mm -hmm. for a crime that you didn't commit right so you have to basically behave yourself for a year and then the the, the sentence will go away so the game takes place over the course of a year Mm -hmm. and once that year is over the game is over right so you can go off and do a bunch of side activities but if you spend too long doing that then it's game over It's not real
1: time though, right? It's
0: not real time. It's interesting because like time doesn't... There's no real time equivalent in game. It's Mm -hmm. not like, oh, every hour in real life is three hours in the game. Mm -hmm. You have like dedicated time slots. Yeah. And you can perform an activity that will take up the entirety of that time slot. Or you can do... You can just move around the city. or, Or you can move around like the... Um, the 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 main part of the game and time itself won't really pass. I'm finding it hard, but it takes a time slaughter.
1: I'm finding it hard to picture this game. So you're you're on probation in a, just a human world. You go to a different school. Yeah.
0: What's the set like? Setting? What's the thing? Well, okay. Oh. <laughs> it's Japanese. Yeah. So that was that's just one element. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. So yeah, you're on probation. When the year is over, you're over. Yeah. It's framed as like a. A flashback as well yeah so you're being interrogated by somebody mm. um, and if you usual suspect if you run out of time yeah during one of the missions the lawyer that's interviewing you will assume that you're lying to her and right. you will be executed <laughs> okay so that's your that's your game over <laughs> okay basically does the lawyer execute you no no <laughs> waste my time <laughs> no it's not that okay uh, she just leaves the room and the police execute you and then they go oh god he killed himself someone uh, please really? yeah okay. genuinely they're like, no one's going to save you. Okay. And then they shoot you in the head. Um, yeah, so you go to this, like, it's sort of like, I think it's in Tokyo or it's based on Tokyo, um, but I think they're fictional places. Mm-hmm. So you go to this new school, this new city, and you find out that you have the ability to enter palaces, mm-hmm. which are basically, they're, they're physicalizations of evildoers' hearts. Okay. So you can enter the palace. Mm-hmm. When you're in, when you're in the palace, you find out also that you have um, the ability to conjure personas, yeah. which are basically like your soul as expressed as like these Pokemon-type creatures. Mm. So they kind of fight alongside you in battle. So the 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 the, the through line of the game is you basically um, accrue like this um, group of people. Mm. That work at your that like go with you to high school and like people that are out in the world as mm. well, and you perform a string of heists that steal the objects of people's desires, mm. and by stealing their heart's desire, mm. by stealing the heart's desire of an evil doer, mm. they will then turn good in the real world. Right. So, for example, the first store, the first heist, is your PE teacher. Who's a former Olympian? Oh. Okay. And you find out that he's sexually abusing students. There it is. Yeah. And physically abusing his well, male I was going to say,
1: so, does, so I'm picturing, you said it's like, you know, thematically a palace that represents their heart. Yeah. So in the gym teacher's heart, does he have like a swimming pool that's filled with chloroform?
0: No, no, no. It's a castle. It's a castle? Yes. Because okay. he sees himself, because he's a former Olympian, he sees himself as like the king of the castle. Right. And all of the students are his subjects that he gets to abuse. But is there,
1: what I'm saying is that is sexual assault in the aesthetic of the castle do you know what I mean
0: um no like no. as you get closer to the throne room you get like like the pillars are sort of constructed out of they look like women's bodies okay but he doesn't have like a uh, like yeah, he yeah, doesn't um, have like a rape room a
1: walk-in closet that's just all uh, torn panties no like, okay <laughs> yeah. well they missed the not
0: I wouldn't put it past the Japanese the Japanese yeah have at least they sell that, that shit yeah so yeah, that's like the first heist. So you have to steal... Um, I think it's like a crown. So you steal the crown and then the real-life equivalent of that person mm. turns good and confesses their work? crimes. I think they I explained that. Like, <laughs> would... I've got 25 hours worth of dialogue to remember. So right. I, I... I Is it like... Well, it sounds Inception-y. Yeah, there's definitely some of that yeah. in there. It's sort of Inception meets Pokemon. Right. And then on top of that, you've got like the real-life stuff because um, this is what I mean by everything feels connected. In real life, obviously mm. you have to keep going to school. Mm. but also, So you have to like do your exams and everything. But also, if you form connections with people, so if you make friends with people in the real world, mm. they'll become more proficient in combat. So this is open world, right? Ish. Okay. Yeah, no, I suppose it is open world. But it's sort of like half of it is set in the real world, in which it is kind of... It's sort of like a bunch of mini open worlds yeah. connect, that are connected. Okay. And then you've got the palaces and mementos I think it's called which is like the collective palace of everyone's subconscious okay that's called like the metaverse so you've got real life and you've got the metaverse right the metaverse is kind of like a sort of like a Zelda type thing where it's like a dungeon that you like travel through and it like loops back on itself right so it's one interconnected location Mm -hmm. and then real life is just a series of mini open worlds okay where you can travel around and talk to people but like I said so if like you go to the doctor for example and take part in like a clinical trial Mm -hmm. then the evening will pass Right. Even though traveling to the doctor takes no time at all. Okay. The evening will then pass. I so, I'm still finding it a bit difficult to picture
1: it. It's, I think I'd have I, to look at it. It must
0: have been a fucking nightmare in development yeah, for them yeah. to keep track of all... Because it da- like that, that's, that's sort of what's amazing about it mm. is that all of this stuff doesn't just fit together, but it's once you get past the initial hurdle of, oh shit, I have to sit through like three hours of, tut- of tutorials... Mm. It is all pretty understandable. Yeah. And it all flows together pretty well. For example, in combat when you're fighting enemies, if you stun all of the enemies, you can enter negotiations with them. Right. So you can negotiate with them and get like money or items, or you can even like adopt them as your own persona. Right. That's like on top of a battle system that's basically like Pokemon. Okay. There's a lot going on.
1: I'm also assuming this isn't the fifth in the Persona series. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it is, but it's not. It is. It's not connected to. It's its own thing. But okay, but it is. It it's, is Game Five. Okay, but it's. I well, think it's acceptable. Then. It's got no connection to any of the previous okay. games, okay. as far as I know. That's fine. Because if it was called
1: Persona Five, but it was just its own game, that would annoy me.
0: Oh yeah, no, it's not yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, so I'm only on like the third heist at the moment. The first heist was the PE teacher who was sexually assaulting his students. Sure. The second one was an artist who was plagiarizing.
1: So, so, oh, so that's an international phenomenon, then, is it? how so the, the PE teacher thing being a perv
0: oh yeah yeah. All right. oh yeah um, like one of like it was so it was kind of like a breezy affair for the first couple of hours and then <laughs> just before you begin that heist uh, one of the students tries to kill herself she okay. like jumps off the roof of the school I was like okay I don't quite know what the tone <laughs> the, the general tone of this is anymore okay
1: it looks like not my thing Okay I'm getting a few screenshots It looks way too much Oh there's a lot <laughs> <laughs> Yeah There's a hell just, of a lot I don't know what the hell's going on With the style of animation It's so bizarre It's Japanese isn't it But Yeah Are you are you a, a wigaboo Whatever they call called
0: <laughs> What are they called A weeaboo A weeaboo A weeb A weeb um, No Okay I'm would not Strike me as someone who would be Is it because of Is it because of how it looks Sam A bit You You, you, you You're making a <laughs> habit of, of making assumptions Of people based on how they look well, yeah, you guess how you got to live your life, innit? it? Okay. <laughs> you whacked your tooth with a bottle. It was out of <laughs> rage. <laughs> rage. No, I'm not. I'm not okay. um, like against it, mm. but I find it because it's so different. Like Japanese, like anime, and like this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's so different to what I'm used to that it does take you got to develop a taste for it yeah and I'm not unwilling to develop a taste for it mm-hmm. it's just because it, it takes so much time yeah. like I said this game is over I've been told this game is like over 100 hours long
1: I sort of I count my blessings that I'm not naturally a fan of anime and that sort of thing mm. because that is a, a an abyss yes. into which I do not want to dive yeah I'm you're just, already
0: caught up with like entangled in television yeah like should yeah, I, have I have to, have to, to watch television? everything. Yeah. I can't introduce that as
1: well yeah I've seen, there's been a lot on um, the site I use a lot of new Asian shows like a lot Okay. but like live action Asian shows Parasite do you think? do you think
0: people are more willing I th- to I think
1: there's been a fulminating fermenting rather uh, K-pop thing mm. happening yeah oh yeah that's um, definitely a thing and you know Wigaboo what are they called Wigaboo <laughs> Wigaboo th- that is growing I think so uh, yeah a lot more shows are making their way over here as mm. a result but yeah, I'm just, I'm just very happy that friends have tried to show me anime. I'm like, I'm just no, Yeah. I'm not going there. I'm sure it's good, okay? But this is a black hole. I don't want to. Yeah,
0: I know there's like genuinely good anime, but I think the pro- problem that presents itself in this game mm. as well is it's it's a very. I didn't find out until after I bought the game that apparently the localization for this game is not very good. Meaning. Um, like it's it's all it's all translated. Right. Everything right. is translated, but it's translated very literally. So, oh, there are, okay. so, so there are occasions where the characterization has sort of been lost in translation. Right. And some of the translations are a bit too literal, so the characters don't quite make sense. Mm-hmm. I personally hadn't noticed that yet. I mm-hmm. don't know if it's... I've encountered any of the like really egregious examples.
1: Maybe you wouldn't know unless you knew.
0: Yeah, exactly. It could be that sort of thing. Or it could just be a case of... Because of how Japanese it feels at times mm-hmm. with the whole Persona Palace stuff. Mm. I've just given it a pass. Yeah. I think the reason I've also given it a pass is because the storytelling is very Japanese. Mm-hmm. Which is to say that they 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 just won't get to the fucking point. Because <laughs> I think that I think because I realized I've i always wondered that. Like when I watched like anime or like Japanese things that have been translated from Japanese or even just the original Japanese dubs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why is it that the characters keep explaining things to me over and over again. Right. And they just say what they feel. It's mm-hmm. so, like... The, the subtext is the text with, ja- yeah. with Japanese writing. Mm-hmm. Why is that? I think what it is, is because um, anime mm-hmm. is obviously hand-drawn. Mm-hmm. And if you look at, like, the style and techniques of anime, they're all geared towards using as few frames of animation as possible. Right. So I think the idea is we're very limited in the animation that we can do. So we have to put all of the subtext into the dialogue. Like a comic book. Like a comic book, yeah. yeah. And that's just a habit that we've never grown out of. So even mm-hmm. though like in Persona 5 now we have very expressive characters, we have the capability mm-hmm. of implementing nuance, mm-hmm. that's not the trope of the genre anymore. I was going to say, it's become a trope now. It's become so a trope. That, because,
1: yeah. yeah. Japan's interesting, isn't it? In in the sense of it's the only kind of place we know it's kind of like a task case for what does a country look like after it's been nuked.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: And this is what it looks this like. This is what it looks like, you yeah. Ca- it's castrated. We took the balls off Japan. Yeah. And now it's not honour and samurai. There's, it's, a bit, there's still a bit of that. Well, it's not samurai, is it? Oh,
0: maybe not. No,
1: not not anymore. Now it's... um buying twenties from vending <laughs> yeah, machines. From vending machines exactly, yeah. God, this is a terrible. We this is the this is the one. This is the one that we. <laughs> but they do do that. The most racist podcast ever. That's
0: the thing they do do that. They do do
1: it. Yeah. There's yeah.
0: There's no denying that. Yeah. Um
1: and they're into weird shit like musically and it's so maybe it's cuz it's so foreign, but it it also does seem it's a very fetishized culture. Oh yeah. Isn't absolutely. They're yeah. big on that.
0: Yeah. Um
1: what's that guy the wrestler dude? The wrestler that is also a Japanese star?
0: oh um fuck he's a singer as well isn't he baby yeah. not baby um lady something L- lady, beard. lady beard lady beard i think it's lady beard yeah, yeah. like that sort of stuff yeah Ugh, jesus
1: <laughs> i mean i'm fascinated with it. It's the, like one place i definitely want to go oh
0: absolutely um, that's some, so that's, profoundly different. that's something i like about this as well it's like the real life world because the palaces are very gaudy and abstract by design and yet the real life japan it doesn't go for like the you know the blossom-coated mm. Japanese awesome, rural yeah. landscapes or the the shining spires mm. of Tokyo that are right. all, like, neon-lit. Mm. It's like parasites. Everything feels really, really grubby okay. and lived in. Right. And that's what's really appealing about it. Like, the subway is, like, a recurring motif throughout Persona 5. Yeah. And it just feels very authentic. Mm. And, like, yeah, I'd like to be in a place like that. Okay. That feels like a real place. Yeah, I want to go...
1: Th- well, I kind of want to experience both, but I, I want to be in that neon hell. I, think oh, my, I definitely
0: want to experience yeah, yeah tokyo, tokyo at some point
1: my reaction is i always think of that um that scene in lost in translation where he's on have you seen lost in translation yeah yeah, yeah yeah where he's on the exercise bike and it's going too fast and he's just like help help <laughs> and it's like a metaphor for his entire experience there yeah i feel like that would be my, my response <laughs> i can't jump off you know if, yeah exactly yeah um more than this there is nothing more than that. <laughs> good film, good film. It is good. Um, so, I mean, well, this isn't a recommendation. No, it's
0: not. Well, I would be interested. I'm not going to put you through it. Well, I can't, annoy. I can't. No, I know. It. But yeah. I'm not even going to, like, bring it okay. over and, like, experience this with me. Yes. Because it would be, like, three or four hours before you start playing the game. Okay. And I'm not going to put you through that. Yes. I honestly don't know what my relationship is going to be with this game when it's over. Mm-hmm. At the moment, I'm very into it. Because mm-hmm. I, like... Yesterday, for example, I started playing it like afternoon time. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'll only make it. To the, I'll only go to the end of the heist. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll only spend the day with Anne. Okay, I'll only like build enough lockpicks so I can enter the next dungeon. Okay, I'll only rent out this DVD and I, and it just kept going and going and going. And I just played for the whole day. Right. Where there's lots of little, because, I think it's because you're on a time limit. Mm. It doesn't feel like you're faffing about because you're constantly against the clock. Okay. So i'm definitely in that mode at the moment of i want to play this and i'm enjoying playing this and i'm pushing mm. forward with it yeah but i think the real test is going to be like when the story is over when it's all said and done am i am i ever going to want to pick this up again right because i think that's the metric for me there have been so many games where i've like dedicated my time to it mm. and gone as far as finishing everything you could possibly do and the moment that has happened i've never touched it again yeah yeah well that's how I know whether I like a game now like Doom Eternal like I mm -hmm. finished Doom Eternal there's nothing left for me to do Mm -hmm. but I still go back to it different
1: kind of game isn't it I mean you know I imagine when you finish this even if you enjoy it it's going to have to be a while because of how dense it is yeah we've got a friend who plays RPGs a lot Mm. and will finish and just start again that baffles me oh yeah I I don't (laughs) know how you could do that that, The Witcher I think is the big one yes that's an RPG right
0: yeah that's an open world RPG open world RPG yeah Um, I've heard great things about The Witcher but
1: yeah, not like consecutive plays. Yeah,
0: games like that, and Red Dead Two in particular, like they intimidate me. See, Red the Dead scale 2, of things yeah. you have to do.
1: But it's not an RPG, is it? That's the thing with Red. The, like, there's a story. It's a lot you can do. Yeah, but that for me is the the na plus ultra of what I like about games. Okay, I can't see going past Red Dead Two. Yeah, I when I get a PS4, or whatever, I'll get that game, and I think I'm done then. Yeah, unless they do a similar thing.
0: It's sort of the same with this. Like I, I thought like, oh, if I can get into this, which mm. I seem to be at the moment, yeah. like maybe this will be a gateway into finally a gateway into JRPGs. Right. But I honestly think this will be it. Yeah, like I'm full now. Yeah, I don't need any more JRPGs. Yeah. I have Persona Five. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. So Red Dead, even though it's very detailed, as far as I understand, there's still like a a, a checklist. Mm. So it's fine. You know, yeah, I'm happy being in a world of opportunity
0: as long as it still has parameters. Yes. Um, okay. So that was Persona 5. Yeah, that's been my, my life basically for the okay. last couple of days. That's why I have nothing else to talk about. Okay. Because I've just been... <laughs> playing a video game. Playing Persona 5. Okay. Well, living Persona 5. Yeah. Sounds like a schizophrenic. Living Persona 5. <laughs> oh, right. Been living yeah, okay. Persona 5. A yeah. Multiple personality
1: disorders. But, yeah, yeah. Um, I've been watching all 9-11 stuff. Naturally. Naturally. We're recording this on the 15th of September. Yes. It'll be with you net the weekend, a week the weekend after. Yeah. Every year I kind of do it. I sort of re-engage with all the material. Howard Stern, famous American DJ, was doing a show as it happened. And there was a, someone to put up on YouTube. I think it was like three or four hours long. The show, the channel that they were watching in studio and Kind of splicing it together, putting the, the audio over the live. Feed, I see, okay, um, to see what they were responding to, and like all the way it starts off with a news show. Uh, and I think it's something that's really ominous, isn't it? At the end of it, it's like it's a clear sky, blah blah blah. Nothing could possibly go wrong today, yeah. It's something as like brazenly, yeah, portentous as Inviting that, disaster, yeah, yeah, and then the news thing plays out, and uh, so I, I kind of watch that every year just because it's like it's at this point, it is as Conan O'Brien said, it's a, an historical document. Real people responding in real time to yeah. it. Howard Stern has known for being quite outrageous and, you know, politically incorrect. And a lot of his listeners, especially at that time, were kind of coarse New Yorkers who, you know, weren't the most um, sensitive. Okay. And uh, you kind of don't, you listen to it, you, you never think, oh, I can't believe you said that. You you sort of give him a free pass to say anything, really, at that point. Mm. But like, you know, it's just kind of, it's nice to hear real so like as it's happening they, they clearly know in the studio or they, they know what's going on but they, they, they can't say it but I think at, at the time there were fears that something like that was going to happen mm. Bin Laden was a known thing and so this guy phones and he's like yeah fuck what we gotta fucking do is fucking bomb all these fucking towel heads and right. you're like oh, okay but you, you forgive it you know because of the situation
0: the heated emotions yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like
1: it's um it's real it's real people responding to the situation on the ground I mean
0: can we call Howard Stern a real person given his like not just his position like you know how well known he is but also like the amount of money he earns yeah
1: but I mean you know you're talking about 20 years ago he still would have been on a lot of money I'm sure but his listeners certainly are And yeah he's real isn't he he doesn't strike you as someone who's disconnected from reality okay um, how much of him have you listened to
0: not much I, okay. I'm familiar with the yeah um, the broadcast the, the broadcast that you're on about yeah and I've listened to a couple of other things yeah, by yeah. him as well he does seem like a bit of a character Oh, a I'm, not, I'm not saying that he's yeah, yeah. like you know a construct yeah yeah I'm just saying that like you know he is a well he's a character you look at Howard Stern it's like Trump Trump yeah. is a character you know
1: well not the same no I mean Howard Stern is known for quote-unquote being real what that's I mean, like but, his yeah. thing
0: i i realize that i'm saying that but like yeah. we've, we've talked before about the possibility that trump is a a construct yeah i don't he's not he's not a construct howard stern he just has like a very distinct identity he has a persona yeah 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 um but like his thing
1: is guests typically reveal things in interviews with him that they wouldn't in other interviews right. because he doesn't care about tiptoeing okay he'll just ask them The question that everyone wants to ask but won't, Hmm. he'll just ask, you know. I think he asked Robert Plant, uh, lead singer of Led Zeppelin, he asked him, have you ever had sex to your own songs? Stuff Mm. like that, like that no other interviewer would ask. Right? Um, Has he? I don't know, I haven't heard the interview. Would you? No. No? No,
0: (laughs) definitely not. Um, At all? No, not no. Are you saying that because the type of songs that you've worked on before don't lend themselves to having sex to or just because you don't like the idea of listening to yourself during sex? Principally the second. Okay. I'm sure a couple of things we did could
1: be wouldn't be distracting. Yeah. But yes, it's typically not the music that you'd okay. uh, listen to. No.
0: Yeah. No, it's not Barry White. It's not.
1: No. Yeah, it's not Marvin Gaye. Mm. Yeah, so uh, he's uh like, being real is his thing. But anyway, so I, I watch that every year. I read App on it every year, like the exactly what happened, mm. and I rewatched United '93. You know, I do all that. It's a proper
0: uh, week of celebration.
1: I for indulge you, it. Isn't it. Yeah, it's a. Um, well, it's got on a serious note. You could say there's a morbid morbidity to it because it it's, it involves you know death on a large scale. Mm. I don't enjoy it mm. in any way. Do you know what I mean? It's
0: fascinating. Yeah, uh, it's history that we were there for. We were alive for it you say that like I was I was alive when 9-11 happened but I have no memory of it no no at all genuinely no me- okay. I have no idea my mum has told me pre- multiple times that I was in school and she was on I think mm-hmm. she was on her way to pick me up mm-hmm. or something like that uh, but I have genuinely no memory of 9-11 happening okay well obviously I didn't know what the implications
1: were I, I do remember sitting in the, the first the house in which I was born sitting on the satie watching it on the news right as a six year old Okay. I remember that. Okay. Just the image, but like nothing else about it. But uh, what, what, not not so much that like, oh yeah, we remember it, more that it's like one of the biggest things that have ever happened globally mm. and we were there for it. It's not World War Two. It's, you know, it's it was modern yeah. rel- relatively. And just to remember, you know, just to like um, reabsorb the horror of, of what occurred. Do you know what I mean? Right. Uh, in a, again, not in, in not in, a, even like a masochistic way. Just in a, okay, this people do this. Mm.
0: Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you obviously haven't been to the uh, the nine eleven museum. I think when I went to New York, it hadn't opened yet. Okay.
1: But I've been to uh, Ground Zero.
0: Yeah, but you yeah. you haven't been there since like One World Trade. You obviously haven't been up One World. No, no, I went there in two thousand
1: and eight. I think. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was a that was quite an experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, the tower itself is quite impressive. I think we went up at the perfect time because mm-hmm. what they do, I think I've said to you before, you go in a lift, yeah, and then as the lift is ascending, they've got screens on every wall of the lift mm-hmm. where you can see as you're ascending, you can see New York being assembled around you, yeah, yeah, yeah. like back when it was just a settlement and then they started building buildings, the then skyscrapers, and, and, yeah, yeah. and yeah, the 30s, yeah. and it's very, it's very, it gets you in the mood, you yes, know? and yeah. then you walk out of the lift. And there's like another screen in front of you sort of finishing up mm. the video. And then the screen lifts and it shows you the view of New York. Mm-hmm. And we went up as the sun was setting. Oh, nice. So it was like, you know, orange orange sky. <laughs> Genuinely, yeah. it was orange Waterloo skies. The sunset. Yeah. yeah. And the sun was just dipping below the horizon. So it was like a silhouetting New mm-hmm. York. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that 9-11 museum, like Ground Zero itself naturally is dead silence. It's
1: haunting. I think when I went there... I don't know whether it was the time of day or whether because there's so many skyscrapers around it. Yeah. It was
0: dark. Oh, really? I went there in the afternoon and it was dark. I don't think it was dark when we went there. But okay. we went in the middle of the day and it was dead silent. Yeah. Busy as hell. Yeah. Dead, dead silent. silent. Yeah. Same a, in the museum. There's
1: a respect and there is a respect. Yeah. A same in that respect. museum as well.
0: Because yeah. you'd think like it's a museum, people chat, you've got like tour guides, but no.
1: I imagine it's the same as going to Auschwitz, isn't it? it the site of a atrocity. Yeah. You know?
0: Um, but like I remember being in that museum and I think we'd uh, we'd all gone off to do our own different thing so I had to like get back in touch with my parents to check what they were mm-hmm. and they got Wi-Fi in the museum so I was like on my phone connecting to the Wi-Fi. I just remember thinking like this feels wrong yeah something about like being in the, ni- in the 9-11 museums being on my phone mm-hmm. feels wrong yeah, yeah oh, I would agree I would yeah. agree my,
1: I turned my phone off I think if I went in. yeah 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 probably
0: um, I think New York City
1: is the greatest city in the world I mean I haven't been to many but uh, still I should probably give
0: a couple of other cities a chance I
1: still I just I think it'd be impossible to beat I really do it's just like the the symbol of progress isn't it and just the people the attitude of it and um, I just like everything about it if I was to move to America I'd move to New York not to Los Angeles oh really yeah I'd hate Los Angeles yeah but New York it's not easy living in New York Oh, expect- yeah. This is like on the condition that I'm rich. All oh, right. <laughs> okay. But I, I remember when I went there when I was I was 13, and uh, the first thing that strikes you is the pace of it. Right. Mm. You leave the hotel, and all of a sudden you're in it. Oh yeah. yeah. And I remember I remember distinctly thinking then this is yeah this is for some people. And you have to be tuned into the frequency of it. Mm. I found that I luckily was because as you know I'm quite a fast walker around. Yes. Away. But there's that thing, isn't it? If if you even slow down a modicum. Mm a sea of tuts enough. for, come on, for God's sake. Yeah. It's like, I just slowed down a bit. <laughs> like they're charging everywhere. Yeah, um, And I much prefer that New York sensibility of like, fucking leave me alone. Not kind of standoffish, but real. Yeah. Like fucking, you know, to that Los Angeles thing, the West and the East Coast. Like I hate, you know. Oh, it's, yeah. Such so a massive different. divide. East Coast for me, hands down. But um, yeah, so I've been consuming a lot of uh, stuff, Uh, about that and uh, I saw I saw it I think a couple of years ago but I saw it again have you seen George Bush at Ground Zero like a couple of days or or a week or so after it
0: I'm not sure he's
1: talking to like all the construction workers and all the um, firemen and Mm. you know all that sort of thing he's obviously he's he's renowned as being quite a dippy uh, president yes but there was this moment 9-11 right when I re-indulge in all of that it makes me patriotic, but as, like, to be an American. Oh, really? It makes me genuinely, like, I, I kind of almost wish that I had... I listened to Dave Rubin uh, the other day, and he was talking about his experience on 9-11. He lived in New York at the time. He said, and he'd gone to the, the, a basketball court, just and you just know, play with strangers, basically. He's mm. playing with all these guys, and someone, like, tripped someone up or something. It was, like, a few days afterwards. So then there was almost a massive fight, and then just as they were about to hit each other, they just started sobbing and hugged each other hmm. and it was like I heard a lot of people say it was the last time everyone was united in America that was the last thing yeah you know after before that basically were, there was division but people were on the same page yeah that really brought everyone together and since then it's just flown apart it's just flown apart yeah so it kind of it makes me nostalgic that I kind of wish that I was of an age to have appreciated that mm. um, but it does it makes me feel like yeah I kind of I'm with you you know right
0: because um, he's in the um they also, they, they show like a film. There's like a little theater in the 9-11 yeah. museum where they play a film. And he's obviously in that. Yeah. I think Obama was in that as well. Right, It was, it was him, Obama, and I think Clinton. Mm. Um, I'd be interested to see if Trump is in there now. Because I'm assuming the only reason Obama was in that documentary, which I think it's only for the museum. I don't think it's mm-hmm. available anywhere else. I'm assuming the reason Obama was in that documentary is because he, is the, he was the current president. He was a president when it, Freedom Tower was erected. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, that as yeah. well. But I wonder if they've added Trump whether they're going to continue adding the current president or yeah. whether they are just going to leave it as a document of this is these were the men in charge at the time. What
1: was he doing in the documentary?
0: Well, they're all just talking about it. Just talking about it. They were just Maybe talking heads, then. talking about like what happened and how they felt and yeah. how the state of America around that time and stuff. He probably will be then. If it's just a case of all the
1: presidents talking about it, then yeah, yeah he'd be out of the list. Unless they're, that, unless they're partisan. I was like, oh, well, right, I'm Trump in 9-11 But you? New York, he's from New York. That's true. That is true. Yeah. So yeah, it'd be, it'd be weird really if he wasn't yeah. included. Yeah, but there was the moment where George Bush was talking to all these guys and it's like, it's his golden moment. It's like, oh, you nailed that. Right. The fact that it was like, in the moment, it was spontaneous and you can see, he, despite the, the you know, the the context of the situation, he's proud of himself after he says it. Okay. He kind of goes, oh, I, I was fucking cool what I just did. <laughs> uh,
0: on he, mic?
1: He not say it. Oh, no, I'm joking.
0: He, oh, okay, okay. He's he, he, like, you forgot to turn his microphone on. Yeah, I <laughs> fucking nailed cool. it. I, I nailed
1: it. No, that's Bill Clinton. Yeah. I nailed it. What is Bush?
0: Yeah, he's a tricky one. Yeah. Because when people do impressions I nailed of, it. of- I nailed it. I nailed it. Sort of like that, yeah. When people do impressions of him, it's him fucking up words, isn't it? Yeah. They don't do the voice. <laughs> they do the the bizarre speech patterns. I remember in, in uh, comp,
1: um doing an impression of him back when I was like a liberal, you know, and- just doing his, we will not falter, we will not fail. But doing it cross sides, like, we will not falter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we will not fail. A like really earnest speech. Um, it won't mean anything to the listeners. It won't. I, but, I did
1: that cross side basically.
0: Yeah.
1: But anyway, so he's talking with a, a, a megaphone, uh, but people still can't hear him, right? And he he says something, and then a guy goes, we can't hear you. Yeah, probably New Yorker. And mm-hmm. he goes, I can hear you. Right? And they'll go, Yeah. Really, because it's just a witty response. Yeah. But then he's like, "Oh, I can hear you." That's a. I'll yeah. Double down on that. So he says, "I can hear you. The rest of the world hears you, and the people who knock these buildings down will hear all of us soon." And I was like, "Oh, f- yes, you <laughs> fucking nailed that, George Bush." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It made my heart swell. Yeah. Fair was, and like you could tell, you went, "I did a good thing there." Yeah. I nailed, and you would when you. It's like oh I just did. I made a momentous thing just happen. Yeah. And again, it just. I get genuinely emotional talking about it because it's like. <laughs> It makes me think everyone criticizes America for being this racist country and they know better than the terrorists and that sort of thing. I think we, as in the West, the type of people that after 9-11, the day after 9-11, evacuated all of Bin Laden's family in America for fear that there would be reprisals, Mm. attacks against them. That's who we are. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And actually, a rare occasion, me agreeing with Hillary Clinton. She was on Howard Stern's show and she was talking about being in the room um, when uh, the SEALs were carrying out their mm. Bin Laden raid yeah. and being in like the situation room watching it and she said that um, you know we are the people that w- you know we killed a-, a bag man they're known as uh, and him and I think one of his wives who was like defending him or something said but everybody else we escorted away from all the helicopters so they couldn't be hurt and everything mm. so that's who like America is Um, yeah so no, I just wanted to- I've been indulging in that okay so freakily enough, freakishly enough, I've also been re-watching Friends. And I've just come, arrived at the point around which 9-11 would have happened. Right. Season eight, the start of season eight. And I was watching an episode, I think it's like episode three or something. And I saw something I'd never seen before. And there's something with Friends. You've seen every episode 20 times. Yeah. Even if you haven't watched it, yeah, like yeah. you've said. Yeah. Um, but there was new stuff. It, the episode ended and there was like five minutes left. I was like, what? And then this text came up that said, This was originally intended to be part of the episode, but after the events of September 11th, the writers came up with a new storyline and put that in instead. Now, with all this time having passed, we hope it can be enjoyed with the spirit with which it was originally intended. And it's basically, it's Chandler and Monica going on their honeymoon. In the actual episode, the kind of gag is that at the airport and at the hotel, they are are always pipped to the post by another couple on their honeymoon who get the last honeymoon suite and who get the last... First class I Upgrade And they're like We are you But just 10 seconds later You know But the original thing Was they're in At security And it's a sign saying Do not joke about bombs Or anything like that Oh shit And Chandler makes a joke about A bomb Or something like that right. Or a gun And he's swiftly escorted <laughs> By security into another room And he's like You keep saying You know No jokes about bombs So already the, the, the sign should say No bombs You should be going after the guy that, That's joking about bombs I'm sorry you know uh, and that's that's the joke of that episode yeah Um, but that's another lockdown voo where I was absorbed it it was 9-11 the anniversary of it and all of a sudden I see this yeah 9-11 episode okay Uh, but you can see why it wasn't included yeah but I was reading an article about it because I was like when did this happen when was this put back in I think it was around 2015 I guess for Netflix when it went on Netflix oh probably but all these articles saying I can't imagine anything like this ever being green lit again it's like, it's not that bad. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, no. it, It's tame. It's not like they're making a joke about... The joke is that he is that insensitive, I suppose, to, to the... Yeah. You know, to security. Hmm. Um, My final note on Friends. Okay. We've talked about this before. Did the theme tune change at some point? N- no. Um, not fundamentally, but where they emphasised a certain harmony above another one. No, I, th- I think...
0: It's definitely different to the um, the release of that song. Yeah. I think the song came out first and then they wanted to use that as the theme song. No, I
1: think it was written for Friends. It was written yeah, for yeah.
0: Friends. I, well, yeah. I think the, the version that's in the show is a re-recorded version. It's not the version that was released no, commercially. I, it's
1: a different... It's the same version, but I think just the octaves are... Okay. But I swear that when I was growing up, it was always the thing you heard was I'll be there for you right but now it's I'll be there for you that seems to be the foregrounded thing okay and I don't know whether I have changed or the show has changed right because it felt like at some point a, a switch was flipped
0: no I think and I just hear the higher it's one it's always now. been the higher one because I remember thinking that oh, I, I can't had, be I had the, um, the the commercial version yeah on a tape Mm. Like, and it would repeat. Like, my my uncle did it for me, and it was like a 45-minute tape. Right. But it was just the Friends just theme Just the Friends theme song. And that was the lower version, and that yeah. caught me off guard the first time I listened to it. It was like, well, this isn't the okay. proper version.
1: Because, yes, I've listened to the original version recently, and you do hear the lower one more. But I swear, growing up, watching Friends, I, okay. you hear the lower one. And I, at some point, you hear the higher one.
0: No, I've, I, from my memory of it, I've always heard the higher one.
1: Okay. I think it's the ear. I genuinely do okay because i would i would bet all the money i've got which isn't
0: much but all of it (laughs) on the fact that um if you bet all the money that you had i'd I'd end up having to pay you money that's how little money you have you have like negative money
1: uh, no uh, you'd be surprised oh you'd be surprised (laughs) should we should we bet money (laughs) (laughs) no i I feel like at some point i just heard that higher harmony okay i mean when in a song sometime. I know I can't unhear it. Mm. It does definitely feel like it's more at the forefront. Yeah. But yeah, I just I'm sure growing up it was I'll be there. That's what everyone sang. I'll be there for you. And it's not like people were going off and listening to the single. Mm. They were watching the show. I'm yeah. sure something somewhere changed.
0: I can't I based on my experiences, okay. I can say it didn't. This is where one where we I- genuinely appreciate some feedback. <laughs> Because I've always heard the high version. To me, the high version is the proper version, the commercial version, which is lower. I have the opposite. Okay. I have the opposite issue. This isn't a matter of consistency, right? It's not like, oh, it started off lower and then they changed it to higher. Like, it's it's all the way through the show. It's always the same one, right?
1: Now, if you listen to it, yes. Yeah. yeah. Now, so this is my question. Is it a case of, I just heard that one time and now can't unhear it? Mm. Or so like Friends on Netflix for instance that part is foregrounded Um, has something changed and has anyone else experienced this that's what I want to know okay because I swear to God growing up it was never I'll be there for you it was always I'll be there for you right so write in please for God's
0: (laughs) sake write in I was going to say yeah okay I was going to say in terms of consistency this is the final point I make it's because it's a point that I, I was going to make when we were talking about Persona 5 right but I forgot to um, the thing that really frustrates me about it is that not all of the lines are voiced right so, so most of some of the lines I would say it's about half and half some of the lines are fully voiced mm-hmm. and they have voice acting I think the voice acting saves it a lot mm-hmm. the, vo- the the people just feel incredibly well cast right. and it feels even though dialogue isn't great mm-hmm. the delivery feels very natural mm-hmm. but half the lines are silent or right. the character will deliver some like generic vocalisation Mm-hmm. They'll just go ah as like this whole line is playing out that frustrates me right that's ruining it for me slightly okay
1: because I don't just to clarify were you making a point another point or we just gone back to Persona Five no <laughs> okay because no, no, you no. said oh there's something I want to say about consistency
0: yeah yeah that's what, that's my point is that like it's inconsistent right because you've got half of it's voiced and half of it is not voiced yeah which part of me sympathizes because this is a huge like the script for this game is probably huge. Mm-hmm you probably just didn't have the time to translate everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to it. There are some, like, plot-related missions that everyone will go through mm-hmm. that aren't voiced. And then there are some side activities that you could completely miss mm-hmm. that are fully voiced. Right. And that frustrates me. Okay. It's like the inconsistency. Like, Doom was exactly the same. I think I brought it up to you before, that, like, Doom guy is a silent protagonist, but then there's one level in the game where you have flashbacks mm-hmm. and he speaks. hmm Yakuza 0 which is like a game that I've also picked up Mm -hmm. which is like an open world um, just an open world Japanese game Mm -hmm. that apparently has cutscenes that are you've got cutscenes that are animated and voiced Mm -hmm. you've got cutscenes that are only voiced but not animated Mm -hmm. you've got cutscenes that are only animated but not voiced you've got cutscenes where there's no animation Mm -hmm. but there's full voice work and there's also like sound effects Mm -hmm. it's all over the fucking place I think you've you have quite an aspie problem though Genuinely, that's just, that's, this yeah. is this. is going to be my question: Do people just not care about consistency? It depends
1: on the type of consistency. Okay, consistency is a neutral value. Okay, it, consistency is not a good thing in and of itself. Right, as you know, think something can be consistently bad. Yes, consistency is nothing. You want you want consistency of good quality, don't you? Yes. But, like, you've got a thing with, like, TV shows where they slightly change the theme tune or something. Yeah, why? Well, I don't understand why. But it's such an aspy thing to take issue with.
0: It's the it's the moments where, like, when they outright change the title yeah. sequences, that can be a bit, like, uh... Right. But I get it. You wanted to do something new. Mm-hmm. It's the moments where they, like, they'll start the theme song halfway through. Or in the case yeah. of Community, there's, like, a few episodes where they take out the last two beats of the song. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is that changing? But does
1: that actually detract from your enjoyment of the well, thing? Well,
0: it's like you saying you're tuned into the lower or you're tuned into the higher frequencies yeah. of it. I'm now tuned into the inconsistencies, those those types of inconsistencies. So when I stumble <laughs> when they are when they show themselves, yeah. It does detract for me. Like really? but, but, well, I mean with Persona 5, I think that's the example there is that this is there are so many cutscenes mm-hmm. and most of the activities that you do, even the combat contain voice acting. Mhm. So, for only like half of it to be voice acted, mm-hmm. it does like you're going back and forth between, oh, these characters are talking and it's fully voiced mm. and they're engaging and you can hear like, you know, their performance things in their voices. Mm-hmm. And then you go over to, they just make a grunt. Mm. Like it does, it does. Again, I, do, I mean, uh, I think it, I genuinely think it distracts think, from the experience. There's an
1: infinite, infinity here of it, it's going to be case by case. Yeah. Some things, the inconsistency is going to be palpably. It's gonna diminish the experience of it. Yeah. But as far as things like TV shows, where they so Friends, right? is all over the shop. If they've got a shorter episode, they'll do a shorter title sequence. Sorry, if they've got more content, they'll do a shorter title sequence. Does that stuff gen- genuinely detract from the enjoyment of the thing for you? Because that is an issue, I would say. <laughs> why, that is a problem. Why is it, an, why is it a problem? Because the thing, things like the opening credits and the themes, you're not really meant to care about
0: them. It's like okay, I don't, but I don't no, care it's about are, the content yeah, of the show. Yeah, but, right? they, but, I mean. but that is—it's—it it, is content. But it's not it's there. It's in the show. It's non diegetic
1: Still, though, it's no. There. It's like the, the opening credits and stuff like that. Really, especially with comedies, really caring is a problem. I think okay. about yeah, that's like an obsessive, compulsive thing. Okay. Um, speaking as someone who's got that tendency as well, but like, what about like Prison Break? I know that's not the best show, but like.
0: Where, where it changes season to season ah but that's okay because that's because each season what? is uh, its own but so that it, at some point it's arbitrary anyway but the the, the the consistent thing about Prison Break is that it consistently changes every season is a new title sequence so right. there is a pattern that they're sticking to
1: but so you're just deciding when what consistency you're applying to it no friends no. okay let's say they change the title the, th- the title thing every episode yeah the consistency is that it's inconsistent
0: yeah that would be okay yeah because well, you've you, established that this is what we're doing.
1: Why can't you tell yourself that the consistency is that it's always friends? Well, because that's just silly.
0: It's not silly. <laughs> it it's is not silly. silly.
1: What's silly is letting that actually take away from the experience of the episode. That's dumb. <laughs> if Breaking Bad, right, like 60 episodes in, all of a sudden change this title sequence, you go, all right. Yeah, would you not that's, be like... I'd find it weird. Yeah. It
0: wouldn't detract from my enjoyment of the show. It would. It would stick with me that's different than- if it, it, yeah if, it, sometimes it does detract from the experience right. as I say I think in Persona 5 it's detracted from the experience okay, yeah, but, but that's, that's because the story different. is yeah. so foregrounded yeah, yeah. that you notice when the characters stop speaking to you yeah. especially if it's happening within the same conversation mm-hmm. that's I don't know who made those decisions Yeah. but yeah when, when like it happens with the title sequence like you notice it you notice it, but it shouldn't go, oh, do that's, anything. That's the thing that I've noticed now. The thing
1: you should care about with the consistency of a TV show is it still good. Yeah. Is the writing still good? If it dips, that is a problem with consistency. Hmm. But thing like details like that—you've just got to like that stuff doesn't matter. It's like so, said, especially wh- with a comedy. But when, where,
0: the, when do things start, start mattering then, Sam? What
1: do you mean? Well, it's arbitrary, isn't it? What I'm saying is the fact you care about that is. Uh, neurosis, it's right. neurotic. To care okay, about. it is. Isn't it? Do you not agree? They're really caring that Scrubs changes for the second season, but for the rest, of the show is the same. Is a problem. No, the
0: frustrating thing about Scrubs is the same title sequence changes. But you got to bear in mind that you're. Sometimes wo- they'll show them like passing the thing to each other. Yeah. Then it'll just. Sometimes it'll just jump to the X-ray. Sometimes they'll only play a couple of beats. You got
1: to bear in mind with with a show like that, a twenty minute comedy. You're dealing with. You've got twenty two minutes and however many seconds. Yeah. Sometimes you have to there's only so much of the episode you can cut you have to trim the title sequence a little bit okay that's what it's for isn't it they do that so they can get more stuff in right. when they trim the title sequence it's not because they just decided to do it one day for no reason if
0: you can't if you don't have time for a title sequence why did you have one in the, in the first place what do you mean what are you talking about you heard my question
1: what do you mean why do you have one in the first place well
0: if, if, if you're if you're frequently it's not frequently it's sometimes it's sometimes free- it have happened, to trim. it happened a few times in Scrubs right where you just get like the x-ray and I'm oh, no superman yeah right okay so if they're frequently finding themselves in a the position where they have to cut the title sequence or cut large portions of the title yeah. sequence why do you start with the title well, sequence well more often you than clearly can't accommodate for but it but more anymore.
1: often than not they don't do that do they most of the time it is the traditional title sequence and then occasionally they, they do the trim back version yeah right so most of the time they do have time for the title sequence but they t-
0: you're not listening to me
1: Sam my, I'm listening to you I don't I don't feel like you are what point are you trying to make my
0: point is it's annoying and stop it no no, no. what point are you trying to make here here's <laughs> oh, my point is that it's frustrating why is it frustrating and I, want, I want people to know that you know I noticed this shit but I'm also curious to know if other people notice this shit
1: of course people notice when the title sequence is slightly different mm. but it's nothing more than a mental footnote oh the title sequence is different all right Now I'll get on with the episode. Mm. Especially with a 20 minute comedy where you are so constricted by, you're on a a network, you're not on cable, you can't just do whatever you want. Sometimes, sometimes you have to cut it down a little bit. Mm. That's just the reality of it, you know? Like I said, especially with a comedy, you really shouldn't care because as long as the comedy is making you laugh, what does it matter? Mm. The worst thing about community is that season four sucks. Yeah. Not that they change the title sequence every now and again. But that's it, you, you have to admit that it, it, to some degree it's arbitrary because the, the very fact that, that if it was different every time you'd be okay with, Yeah. you're just drawing the line at like occasional inconsistency. What no. every other episode, it was different. Again. Episode one is this thing. Episode two. So any pattern
0: yeah. is acceptable. Yes. Mm.
1: <laughs> Do you have Asperger's?
0: <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 it's remained pretty well hidden from me. If I, yeah. if I do, it's it's just a weird. Th- it's like sport. It's like if it's
1: actually detracting it, your the entertainment value of the property, mm. then
0: that's a problem. It's not the show's problem. Well when you say detracting, it makes it sound like it's a major issue for me. It's not a major issue for me. Right. But it's it's something that I'm now tuned into and it is But it bothers you. It does bother me. It's That's it's weird. not it's not again, it's not like I can't I can't watch the show anymore. Yeah. Because their title sequence is inconsistent. Mm-hmm. But if I do if there is an inconsistency to it, right. it does kind of make me go, uh. Why? <laughs> because I've noticed it. So? It's like, it's like if you're in a room with a clock, and you tune into the clock, and the clock is suddenly... you All you can hear is that clock. And you're like, i got to do right. something. I, that's annoying me. You're a freak. How? You're a freak. How am I a freak? It is.
1: That's just You've bizarre. never been
0: in a room, and you've tuned into the clock, and you're like, right, all I can hear now is that clock. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's annoying, right? I fail to see how that's analogous. It's frustrating, though, right? But it's not analogous. You're not answering my question, Sam.
1: Is it frustrating?
0: Yeah. Um... Does it annoy you that you're trying to like be in a room and all you can hear is the ticking of a clock? Okay, my my personal answer
1: to that is no. I can't ever say I've been annoyed by hearing that's the of a freakish. Clock, but I know that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, getting annoyed by it is weird. But the ticking of a clock is like, oh, I I, I can't unhear that now. Yeah. Okay, but like actually getting annoyed by it. <laughs> Um, no I know that's a thing And okay maybe it has happened but I certainly can't bring it to mind okay I actually quite like the rhythmic thing of a clock right
0: um, but it's still not analogous I think it is how I, th- I think it's it's about the same you're talking about literally it, the opposite it, thing it evokes the same intensity but I y- think okay but it's still the opposite the ticking, like tuning into the ticking of a clock and tuning into the inconsistency in a title sequence it's the opposite problem but they evoke the same like my reaction to them is of the same intensity you're, they're both annoying yeah right but obviously
1: the problem with tuning into a clock is the monotonous consistency of it yes it's the opposite and also oh, there
0: is a sound that I cannot right I'm here yeah yeah
1: but changing the title yeah once... there's,
0: there is there is an inconsistency that I cannot resolve I can't, I can't well can't you resolve about it well I can't like make them play the full because it's already out it's happened now yeah I can't make them put the whole title sequence back in. Yeah. I'll make them put the like the the title sequence that they will in a season's time return to back in.
1: I'm just, I'm just getting haunting flashbacks of the what I, what won't you eat and what will you eat <laughs> conversation where I think, I feel like I have to define the parameters of this. Okay. Homeland. Yes. Every season the first and last episode doesn't have an opening credit sequence just okay. Homelad comes in yeah. and the episode
0: gets on with it. Yeah, is that okay yeah that's okay also I think you'll have to confirm whether this is correct yeah. but in 24 yeah. whenever they kill a major character Silent Clock Silent Clock yeah. that's okay Okay, because again they're pre-established patterns right like this is we're making a point of this but it's
1: not every time a character is killed though no every major character right no Sometimes they kill off major characters that, and they don't get a silent call. Okay, that's frustrating.
0: <laughs> okay. Why
1: are, you not, why are you not obeying your own rules? Well, they're feeling their way through it, aren't they? They do it when they feel like, oh, people like this character. Yeah, and well, we
0: know what happens when you're governed by feeling, don't we? Well,
1: as an artist.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what art you're is, crazy. right? It's all about, like, logic, <laughs> and, logic. and and, and you know, statistics. Yeah.
1: Parasite is
0: no I'm not art. saying it's absent the feeling. Art I'm parables. not saying it's absent
1: the feeling or art obviously yeah. but Parasite is a very calculated ca- yeah Swiss clock yeah type of thing like Breaking Bad is mm. constructed
0: like, yes yes the piece is mathematical fits. yeah
1: helped by the fact it's all boxes isn't it I'm, I'm, I am I'm, love that more and more so like where's Anderson-y thing yeah boxes in boxes and you know symmetries on screen and stuff mm-hmm. um, yeah that's a kind of obsessive Aspie neurosis that's acceptable I like the symmetry of that yeah but like I, oh this is impacted I won't laugh at friends now yeah, but I'm not saying that <laughs> no I know but it, it is a weird thing to take to heart of course <laughs> you it? notice it of course you notice it yeah but so so what it's that, I mean like I they did an episode it was either the season 8 opener or the season 7 clo- closer where it was a longer episode and so the title sequence was trimmed okay you know, it okay Right. I've noticed that now. Yeah. They obviously have more content. Okay. And
0: then you just crack on with it. Well, then don't do the title at all. Well, just like if if you're if you if you're in a situation where like right we need to cut the title, mm. just do it. Do it. What do you mean? Get rid of it. You. You. If you. you For all of the things. Well, yeah. If you. If this you is have, the,
1: your thing as well. The perfect is the enemy of the good. You try to perfect. You're too perfectible. Okay. Now that's different. Like. I'm thing with a script it never gets written because I can't you know make it perfect but like (laughs) from the podcast for instance uh, you've gone back it's good it's a good thing that you've done but you've gone back and changed all the thumbnails didn't you Mm. I don't have that to that degree I'm all about like just get better as you go along Mm. Uh, don't go don't retrospectively don't retrofit things yeah because where does it end yes so what what you want the writers to do is try and predict every limitation they might have going ahead. Like, right, if we think that sometimes we might have to slightly trim the opening credits,
0: that means we should start, we never have them. Well, why why would you hire these people if they can't predict any adversity? Ten years of content. <laughs> a good thing, yeah. yeah.
1: Because you need a title sequence,
0: don't you? You, Well, no. Not every show has a title sequence. No, but the the traditional Not every show even has a theme song. Some shows are just like, boom, this is our name. Let's keep going. Give me examples. Um, Well, they're out there.
1: Yeah, they are out there. But the the conventional wisdom, rightly so, is that people will be in the kitchen and hear, oh, Friends is on.
0: Yes. Although that's now that... We live in an age of Netflix, you can watch anything you want at any time. Yeah, that's, that's like, sort of gone now, right? Yeah,
1: and that's therefore so has the age of good title sequences.
0: Yeah. Um, I think there's a couple on Netflix, right? Oh, but some have title sequences. but Like good, like good title sequences, I mean. Give me examples. Uh, what's the what's the techie one? Halton Catch Fire? That's not Netflix. Is it not? No. What's that? AMC. Okay. Well, that's a good title sequence. That's a good title sequence.
1: Um... Mindhunter is okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good tone setter. Mm-hmm. Um, Daredevil was good from what I remember. It was okay, yeah. 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 The theme was a bit meh. Yeah. But I like the, the, the type, mm. type of thing it was doing. Yeah. They're out there.
1: They are there. But the Sopranos, like he wanted to start every episode with a different song.
0: Yeah, which and would have been
1: fine. Yeah, yeah. But they, they said, yeah, you can't do that because how are people going to know the Sopranos is on? Yeah. Fair point. Um... Get over it. Basically,
0: <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. No, no, I'm not gonna get over it. Well, I just want people to know that this is a, this, that that people notice this. Okay. Okay. This is you can't just do it like oh it's fine. It's like people do notice it. Most people don't care though.
1: Well, that's their problem, isn't it? No, it's your problem.
0: Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, I don't. You're I don't the one agree. with the problem. I don't agree with that. Well, you wouldn't. N- wouldn't I? No. Okay. So we are wrap up there then? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> this has gone on long enough, I think. Okay. Thank you very much. Cheers. Tuning in. Bye. Tuning in?
1: No, they can't tune in. Yeah.
0: For clicking. For clicking on. Clicking on. Clicking on. Thank yeah. you very much for clicking on. Yeah,
1: cheers. Keep Bye. clicking on. Yeah. No, that sounds like keep, you know, keep calm. That was the on. idea.
0: Oh, don't do that. Oh, sorry. Just keep clicking on us. It sounds like we're, we're trying to inspire ourselves to keep clicking on. Keep clicking on us? Yeah. Keep clicking on Not us. Not unless you really contrive that keep syntax. Keep clicking on comma us. Uh,
1: no. No one's going to read it like that. Keep clicking on us. Yeah. No, no one speaks like that. Don't they? No. <laughs> who says that? Ends the thing with us in that way. There's at least one person out there.
0: Yeah, who doesn't listen. Who does that. Who's like, speaks like that.
1: Oh, well, you, you can go, well done us. Yeah. But That's so rare as to even bother going into. Just wrap <laughs> keep, <laughs> keep clicking on us.
0: Yeah. Bye.